Hardly Kayfabe Day. With Christopher Chavez. Yep, yep. Johnny Townsend. Uh, yep. And me, Brandon Fuller. What's up? Welcome to you another need to, You need to do like a little bit of a, because he kind of mixes in his singing with a little bit of a softcore rap. <laughs> softcore? <laughs> Is that a thing? Did I make that up? I hope you did, because that's amazing. <laughs> softcore rap. Well, I could go like, hardcore. Hey, baby, I want to hold your hand. And yeah, it's like it rap, but without... Like, Put my hand on your knee. You know how I. It's do. like it's like in rap, but they don't actually, you know, talk about the actual penetration. It's more. <laughs> it's more about what's what it, it tends uh, to show. So when does your first softcore rap album drop, Johnny? <laughs> Family uh, friendly as he wanna be. Yeah. <laughs> His first single is "Leave Enough Room for Jesus." I couldn't. It's it was between that or "Hey, your mom's pretty cool." <laughs> I couldn't decide which one to go with. Oh, man. Let's sit on your bed with the door open. <laughs> <laughs> and study for and I brought real. Your, I, brought your, I brought your mom flowers as well as you. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, though. I know what you mean when you were, what you were trying to say. It's not really – it's like it's – it's not like he's rapping, rapping. He's just yeah. kind of talking the rap yeah. out. You know what I mean? And it's not like yes. hardcore either. It is it's kind like of rap like, if it were in a musical. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah, softcore yeah. rap. And I, I hear him saying, to, uh, "What was his gimmick before this?" Vaudevillain. Vaude yeah, he was a vaudevillain. Yeah. He was kind of, he was kind of uh, before that. He was sort of nowhere because the other guy they let go. Who now? I don't want to brag, but uh, Gotch <laughs> follows me on Twitter now, so I'm a, <laughs> and Instagram. So I'm pretty famous with that Shout one person. Out. But. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, he was kind of in the middle of nowhere. So now mm-hmm. I really love what he's doing now with Rusev. I think those two are perfect together. So and I th- oh, like yeah. the whole singing thing. Like, is is this maybe ha- was he the kid that was in? Uh, he was in High School Musicals and stuff. Yeah, because he, was he, like can, a he can theater he can and seriously sing. Yeah, I guess he was a, a theater voice. major and he did some singing. So like, yeah. he has legit pipes. Yeah, the dude's cool, and it's awesome the way he incorporates it into this character. Yeah, who, I love who, when he puts a headlock on and just yes. sings in their ear. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yes, it's so great. Yeah. Oh god, which for the other person, do you know how much that could be so annoying to? Have you ever had <laughs> yeah. somebody scream in your ear? You know how much that hurts. You literally yes. hear your eardrum beating. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's not like a like a really sick cat trying to purr. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, that was softcore purring. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I dig it in English. Is I like this a lot. I like the whole. I love like, yeah. Rusev Day in general. The whole thing, yeah, is yes, it's so good. And I don't know why they're not doing anything with it. <sighs> I know, they're I know not why. It's it hard. It's because it's WWE and they're stupid sometimes. Speaking of them being stupid sometimes, they decided they wanted to do a pay-per-view in the middle of a Friday. <laughs> what the hell is that? Yeah. Who does that? Time time zones. I and mean, here's what's weird, though. I I kind of liked that because they've done it before with like the uh, tournaments and stuff they would have on the network. Yeah. Uh, I kind of like it just to change it up a little bit. But on a Friday? Why wouldn't they do it on like a Saturday or a Sunday? Uh, maybe in the middle of the day. With, Maybe it's something to do with Saudi Arabia. They're well, yeah, different than us. I get, <laughs> I get that part of it. But yeah. dude, it was so annoying. They could have easily. Uh, we've let know. we've let women drive for a long time. Yeah, they're just now doing that. 
they're a little behind. <laughs> Did, yeah. uh, was I wrong? And I, I thought I heard somebody saying that women weren't going to be allowed there at all, but there were women all over the place watching it. Little girls well, uh, and women everywhere. We're getting way ahead of ourselves because we want to do this in order. But oh, man, uh, that's since, right. you, since you brought that up, uh, I, I I have an inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy who was originally, I don't know his background totally. Dale? but His name's not uh, Dale, yeah. is it? <laughs> no. It's a guy who actually lived in Saudi Arabia at some point. Uh, so he was giving uh, me and a couple others all kinds of insight as this pay-per-view was going on. Oh, that's cool. Uh, he, yeah. He got kicked out of the country. I don't know why. I didn't ask. I didn't want to press. Uh, so he doesn't have a, a lot of fondness for some of it. But Let me ask it was you this pretty... real quick, Johnny. Are you currently yes. aiding and abetting this friend of yours? <laughs> I can't confirm nor deny. Self-incrimination. But he is a part of, but he is a part of my new softcore rep, Joe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Saudi and me. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, but anyway, it was really cool. Like, uh, if you guys notice, like, the front row never paid attention to anything that was oh, going on. Yeah, was on. that security? They had security with them. A lot of the, those are the really, 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 really rich people there. There's a lot of yeah, I saw uh, that. very rich people there. It was, like, all uh, billionaires in the front row. And, yeah. And then, what was it, the, the actual king? Was he? Or whatever it was, was right in the middle. They put a spotlight on the man the whole time. What? Not a never not I don't know why I didn't pay Even during pay the attention. match, it was a little a little annoying to have everybody else in dark, but they kept the spotlight on that guy. I assume that was the Saudi king. Wow. I'm pretty I don't, sure it was I don't the guy that, that came in, in, in at the end. Hmm. It might have been, uh, but uh, it was just uh, like the, some of the stuff he's telling me. Like a lot of the ladies and women that you saw on the camera mm-hmm. on that front row were mo- uh, more than likely maids and stuff like that, and the people who are there to watch Concubines. their children. <laughs> well, I mean, you're jumping there. I'm not. <laughs> Man, I'm a softcore rapper. I can't. I can't jump to those sort of things. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get into it from the beginning. Then, uh, where are we starting? Are we talking about anything that happened on Raw, SmackDown, and NXT? Well, NXT was a little different. It had nothing to do with the Big Grace Royal Rumble, so yeah, there are some cool right. things that happened there. Yeah, I um, figured because, in all honesty, Raw and SmackDown were just buildups to this paper. I want to I want to bring up one thing though that I was just kind of like, really, mm-hmm. what the fuck, dude? On Raw, when uh, what's his name, Chad Gable. Oh, is yeah, talking to uh to 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 Kurt, and then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. Jinder Mahal comes up. Oh god! But really, dude, he the threw only... out the mini me joke, death joke. That's a that's a thing too. What I the, just like, I get that you're tr- you're a heel. Yeah. But there's certain things like, come on, man, that's like too much. That's the definition of too soon. <laughs> yeah, well, right there. Literally. Play that right there. Even Peter Griffin groaned. I was, yeah. I was, I would say I'd be surprised if it wasn't coming from the same guy who did a, uh, what did he say about Shinsuke Nakamura? He he made like the Japanese oh. the racial joke about oh, him God. with the R's, and he said something like, "You know Gojira. what I'm talking about?" Yeah, he, he did something with the accent <laughs> where he switched the R's and the L's, yeah. and it was re- it was so distasteful that the crowd on SmackDown chanted, "That's too far." To Jinder Mahal, so yeah. that for him to make such a great joke and then follow it up with the worst yes, thing you could say I after, know, I was I like, know, "Oh, yeah. Jinder, that's great." Nicholas what are you was doing? Enough. Exactly, end at Nicholas, dude. <laughs> yeah. well, I thought was, I was, and when he said, "I was like, are you kidding? Yeah. Seriously, dude?" I wrote, I literally wrote it in my notes. The when Nicholas I was writing it. line though was so good. Oh, uh, I wasted good. it on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I, I'm going to go on a limb and say it's whoever wrote this for him. I don't think he has the. 
the ability to think on his feet. See, I was going to say, I don't, yeah. You, oh yeah, obviously that part wasn't written. That's all that stuff's the, you could tell he threw it in and it was like, like he thought it was going to be funny and that people would laugh, yeah. but it was like, whoa, you forget like people at the WWE love mini me. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. I just oh gender. <laughs> gender, gender. He's on a he's on a bit of a losing streak now, right? Yeah, yeah. I wonder who he yeah. pissed off. How how the money have fallen? <laughs> who hasn't he? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, the dude's so well, stiff, dude. Uh, oh, he's he's more than that. Yeah. So let's uh, <laughs> so uh, so yeah, like you said, most of Raw and SmackDown was basically to build up what was coming up for Royal Rumble. Besides um, the the women's stuff, yeah, which is you know. Obvious. They they even had Raw's main event was a, a women's match just because yeah. it was. I would assume a way to say sorry, yeah. you're not going to be featured in any way at at the the Saudi. And it was a big movie. one. It was a five on five. Yeah, uh, yeah. In which Nat, uh, we see her get pretty injured. Well, okay, she's injured, right? They're mm-hmm. attacking her. They're attacking her knee, which especially Mickey which James. Which that back, yeah, that that clip when they when she was putting her in the sharpshooter, and who was it that came and clipped her? From it was from uh, Riot Squad, wasn't it? What's her name? Sarah. Sarah Logan. Yeah, dude. Oh shit! It looked like she. It looked like she caught that the wrong way. Yeah. I was like, Ouch. I liked Logan in NXT. I'll I'll give her that much, but she's. I don't know. She's just kind of sloppy. She's a little too... Yeah, she is. She, whenever they give her the microphone, I just cringe, too, because she doesn't enunciate, and and, and Johnny... Is she faking like a... Uh, uh, where is she from? Tennessee or something? Yeah, something. Is she Kentucky faking that accent, or is that like because she I was going to ask Johnny, like, like you, you know whether or not people are faking a southern accent. You've got to, like, be able to tell. I don't... I don't know... Uh, here's the thing about Southerners, uh, <laughs> like three people can be from the same state, right? Like the uh, same me, neighborhood, <laughs> the same neighborhood even. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, Trevor, me and, uh, uh, and any of our friends that grew up and some of us will have way less of a Southern accent mm-hmm. and some other of us will have an incredibly Southern accent. It has to do with your family. It has to do with your family yeah. because of their accents were th- are thicker because it was a little bit more segregated in parts mm-hmm. of like where they were. And then even before that, you know, yeah. So that that plays a lot into it. I always try to remember that. Uh, I don't. I don't know with hers. It doesn't sound. I mean, sometimes it sounds fine. Other times it sounds a little forced. But yeah. I think it's more of uh, she's just not comfortable talking in front of that many people yet. Yeah, would yeah. be my guess. Uh, I, I overall I like her, but I do agree with you. She can be really sloppy at times. Yeah, I, I think she's she's one of the along with all those women they just brought up randomly just to fill yeah, out yeah. the Royal Rumble. Yeah. It, they they just, you know, the cookies weren't baked enough, you know, they're a little soft. You got to mm-hmm. they really needed to work in NXT more before they brought them up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't I don't understand who they choose to bring up sometimes and who they choose to keep <laughs> in NXT. Like they did that whole women's tournament and there were plenty of standouts in there that they could have brought up, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know. You see, by the way, there, there's going to be a second annual May Young Classic this this coming up year. Oh. Yeah, you got to make up for this Saudi Arabia they're thing. Gonna be, <laughs> yeah, they're gonna <laughs> they'll be doing that. Uh, but yeah, I, I did notice though during the the women's thing, they're building up the whole uh, connection between Ronda Rousey and that. Yeah, uh, because as we're all really speculating and 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 expecting, there's going to be a turn. Uh, whether it's it's what we all expect, Natalie Natalia to turn or. What would be awesome, what you pointed out, Brandon, which would be amazing, is if they had Ronda turn and go heel. <laughs> uh, but they're building it up so much so that Natalia's 
injured so so bad that Rhonda comes out to to help her. Mm. Um, and you can see that whole "I'm here to care for you" and 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 I was there for you this whole time, and then you're gonna turn on me thing. It's gonna be the whole like yeah. they're gonna really try to recreate a female version of Gargano Champa. <laughs> I want to see her come out and smack her in the back with the crutch. <laughs> I think it is, it's going to be good because obviously Natalia is a, like a veteran and everything. It'll be a great program for her to work with, you know, someone new, and she knows her in real life. They're best friends. Yeah. Um. But I, I guess before that, before because that's the you know the TV pay per view <laughs> level. But I guess uh, the reason they had her and Mickey James, you know, she did the whole thing with like yeah. quote unquote breaking her arm at the end. Uh, is because she's going to be working with her on like house shows to really get the flow of, uh, of you know televised matches and stuff. So that'll that both of those are perfect for her. So I think she's really good on Raw and she's only going to get better. I think the price of house shows goes up now because Ronda Rousey's going to be on the on the tour. <laughs> eh, I don't I don't think have they uh, have they ever done it. that? That you do you see the prices go up because of certain people coming into WWE. I don't think so. I think they go more on like numbers as like okay attendance. Maybe back in maybe back in the day they did because I know like back when Hulk Hogan was huge, they would have uh, house shows that had Hogan on it and house shows that didn't have Hogan on it. Yeah, and if you wanted to be on the one that Hogan was on because you as a wrestler got paid more because more people showed up. So I don't know if it has anything to do with it or not. Sweet. We'll have to get some backstage knowledge. What about you guys? Uh, SmackDown and Raw. What else st- stood out for that? Anything? I don't remember. The, the Sam and Kevin show. Uh, oh, show, that's was by right. far my favorite part of Raw. How did we forget that? That was great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, the uh, so so basically they're going to take over for where the Miz was, even though the Miz <laughs> is now doing it on SmackDown. So now they both have a show. Yeah. But they are perfect, like a heel duo. That sits there and runs down there, their guests, the way they did the whole, oh, we forgot a chair. Yeah, a beach chair. <laughs> Gave them a, yeah, like I, a kid's I, beach chair. You can tell that they're really good friends in real life because they have great chemistry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's they play off each other so well and they're perfect heels together that I am I loved every minute of it. Uh, <laughs> especially the when they talk about Kurt talking to Kurt and his about his kids and then he forgot one of the kids but it's okay because Kurt because <laughs> Kurt forgot about him too it's such a great line did too, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh that was good and Sammy Zane with the grandpa glasses that's so good for I his love character. that I freaking love that hang on yeah put him on every time he's good they're gonna keep reaching for reasons for him to have to read something every time that he goes out for a promo now yeah <laughs> I do have one question for you guys. This, this is like the third week I think that we've seen No Way Jose. Yeah. Uh, my question is, I don't, I do not dislike No Way Jose. <laughs> I think as a wrestler, he's actually pretty decent. When they wrestle, when just, they let him wrestle. Yeah, but I hate that gimmick. I can't stand it. What was this whole thing with like, I'm not even going to wrestle you? I know all these people are here to, to to fight. Like, all right. So the whole point was just to have him come out and dance and then dance right back. Yeah, it's 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 a mid card. Uh, gimmick at best a little thing mm-hmm. to kind of stretch your legs go get something to eat yeah. drink it's just what it's just yeah they just took what uh, adam rose used to do and just made him do it no it's to me it it it's exactly what you were talking about johnny it's it's a guy that i have no idea why they brought him up because like you said the most like compliment i can give him is that he's pretty decent like i never really got 
excited for him. He doesn't do anything spectacular. His gimmick's been done before. He's a he's a decent dude, big dude, looks cool. That's all I can say for him. And and this is just going to run into the ground, and we'll never see him again. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. At this rate, what's missing is a bird. I'm telling you, you give him a tropical bird, Coco Beware style, give him a big parrot, give him a cockatiel. I'd love if WWE just did that. Every time a wrestler was on the brink, they (laughs) just brought a legend in and gave him his gimmick, like handed it off. (laughs) I thought you were just going to say, just give him a parrot. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody has a Baron Corbin's walking around with like five parrots. Think of all the people we could whose careers, all the careers, all the careers we could save by just giving them uh, tropical oh, birds. <laughs> but I'm just telling you, man, ho- no way Jose has that feel already. Like mm. I don't know why he doesn't have a bird. Him holding yeah. a, a cockatiel as he's dancing down the, to the ring would be amazing. Lose the people. We don't need the conga line. We get that you're party and you want to have a good time with everyone. Mm-hmm. But you dance and you get everybody to dance as you do. You know what? When you make your way down to the ring, go off to the side. Go through the crowd and dance around and then make your way back to yeah, the ring. Yeah, like, there you go. Get a little more. Lose all those people. I mean, I get it. There's people in the back that haven't worked for the week and they want to put on a mask and go out and dance around. But <laughs> come on, man. It's getting old. It's just fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here, yeah. Here's my other question, too. What do they do with the Miz Taraj? Uh, I like both those guys a lot. Yeah. So I would hate to see them just kind of go thrown to the side, but I got a bad feeling that's what's going to happen. I feel like they should guys. just create their own tag team because they're good together. I think they. Yeah, well, here's the, here's the theory that I heard. Just pair them up with Elias now because they kind of did that one time. And it sort of worked a little bit. Instead so of I, instead of like uh, um, an entourage, now they're they're roadies. Sort of, yeah, <laughs> that type of thing. I, I, Elias seems like the guy who would have muscle with him, so I'd be I, all for that. I just don't, I just don't want those guys. I think those guys are both way too talented to just be left off TV. So, oh yeah, for sure. I I really hope they do more with them. They're they're both funny and they're actually really good wrestlers. They just need they need to be put somewhere that they're going to be able to shine. I yeah. kind of like the idea of them trying to fit in everywhere that they're not wanted that first. That was funny, yeah. Like, yes, yes. Even if they kept messing around with that, you know, like maybe even just trying to join Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy. Like, yeah. try and fit their way in until they can find somebody that maybe they click with to make, a, yeah. you know, a third. Yeah. You know, just don't stable. let, just don't let, uh, just do not let Bo talk about conspiracy theories because you'll be there for hours. <laughs> That's why I was like, what if they do join like Hardy and Wyatt, like the brothers get yeah, together? That would be kind of cool, man. Yeah, I don't know. They they really do need something to do with them, though. Yeah, because those yeah. guys are pretty. They're they're good athletes, both of them. Mm. Um, they're great sell. Like the, they both sell well too. I love I love guys that can sell well, like Cesaro. Cesaro you can sell well, but then there's times where. He oversells, but it, and it's but it's it's okay. You enjoy it. It's almost like <laughs> yeah. watching the Rock oversell the Stone Cold Stunner. Yeah, you know what I That's mean. That's one of my favorite things. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Uh, I think there was a. I'm with you. I don't know if it I'm was during you. during the regular week or during the the Rumble, but I mm. remember him taking a shot in a corner and the way he flailed himself. <laughs> I was just like, God, I love Cesaro. This guy. Is he kind of so does. Awesome. He he kind of does what uh, Kyle O'Reilly from the Undisputed Era sort of does this too. He he will oversell yeah. every once in a while, but I freaking love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like like he'll get knocked and he'll he'll do like that half 
cocked head turn and cross-eyed look like come on yeah like you know you yeah, expect to see the, the spinning birds <laughs> tweeting above his head you know what i mean yeah yeah the other thing i was going to bring up about raw um i'm i'm kind of digging this Dolph and mcintyre team up mm-hmm. uh this to me mcintyre's always been awesome Dolph needed something he was yeah. by far treading water yeah. and he seems to have an extra little bit of uh a spirit to him now, Fire, spirit yeah. squad to him. And <laughs> let's talk. A, let's talk about that promo that McIntyre cut because yes, great. holy yeah. shit, that was fire, dude. There was no joke. It was like there was almost like a little bit of shooting there. Like he was calling out people in the back, like you guys are too soft. We're bringing a little bit more hard edge back. Yeah, yeah. And I, told I, him, I enjoyed that. I like this too as a team. Uh, I like this too. Uh, uh, McIntyre's always been good on the mic, but I think Dolph is not getting. Not that he's been bad, he's always been good, but this seems to give his character a little bit of an edge it needed. Yeah, for sure. And now, I don't know about you, but the tag team division on Raw is looking pretty interesting. If they're a team, and then you got Sammy and Kevin, you got the Authors of Pain. Like it, it's pretty interesting because there's a lot of it's heels raw. on Raw. It's like raw. big heel teams, and the beauty is is heels don't always have to just feud with with faces because they'll feud with each other too. Like you'll have heels that yeah. feud with each other, which is gr- some of the best, absolute bloodiest matches we've seen in the past. And I've been saying it for a little while now. I feel like that pendulum slowly shifting back. We're seeing slightly more edgier <laughs> things, dude. They're yeah. saying things that most of the time, like. Five years ago, they're not going to say that on WWE. They're starting to slip past some more curse words here and there, some some innuendos, some some, blood. Yeah, blood, dude. Uh, it's it's uh it's coming back. So the way Drew McIntyre cuts that promo is like he's saying like we the, the edge is coming back. Like uh, we're we're coming hard. Get ready. So then we have them. Like you, you guys just said, you got authors of pain. You got Kevin Owens and and Sammy's because you know Kevin goes hard all the time. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Oh. What do you this guys gonna think be of, good. of their name, though? I don't know if I agree with that. What's name. that? I guess their their new name is supposed to be the show. Kevin and, and Sammy. No, no, Dolphin. Oh, and really? McIntyre. The yeah. show. I don't. I don't like that for and, them. No. I think it's way too simple. It, yeah. You're like what the big show? Like it's just so too simple. I think they need a little something different. Yeah, I love their. I don't. I don't, e- I don't even know if they need a name. No. For, yeah, I don't think they do, but that's just me. They do kind of have a, a mouthful when you say them both together, though. Yeah. So yeah, but D and D, and they it's D and D. They come out all like fantasy garb and stuff. One's a wizard, the other's a Highlander. <laughs> Wasn't he's a Highlander. you guys remember that the, the theme should just be that Tenacious D song about D and D. Oh, I don't think I know that one. I'll have to find it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I would sing it now, but I don't remember any of the words. <laughs> so I'm glad I brought it up. <laughs> Professional, right here. Uh, what else in Raw? Anything else or SmackDown? SmackDown, I I don't remember anything huge happening beyond them. The, just the biggest thing. The biggest thing with SmackDown. Sorry to cut you off, Brandon. Oh. Is uh, I actually have notes here. That's the only reason. I oh, perfect. Did that. Yeah, oh, perfect. Uh, the biggest thing it would be uh, like they set up this whole time. Uh, that Miz was actually going to be on the show, and Daniel Bryan was going to be there. Oh yeah, but I personally oh, kind of love right. what they're doing. They need to make that feud last forever because that feud can go on to WrestleMania, and that should be the first time they actually wrestle, in my opinion. But uh, um. Miz uh, calls out Daniel Bryan, but Big Cass comes out instead. And the reason that I I like this to me, and I want to know if you guys agree, this was the best promo that Big Cass has ever done. He talked yeah. a lot. Yep. He seemed really more confident than he's ever been before. 
And I really kind of dug it. Gave his character, I mean, I know I said it about Dolph Ziggler before, but his character really needed an edge, especially now that he's, he uh, doesn't have the, uh, the other guy with him that we don't speak of anymore. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I, I kind of like this. And I still, to me, I think that he and Miz are in cahoots. So, and I would, that's, that's working for me so far. I think that's what we said last episode. Didn't we say that? Or yeah. did just, did we say that after the show? I can't remember, but we I think we said that, that it would be kind of cool to see if the two of them got together and he's all, and the second he came out dressed into the nines, I was like, we freaking yes. called it. Look at it. Yes. It was, yeah. it was super awkward at first because he's just slowly putting his jacket on and in his watch and none of it makes sense until later. So it was kind of awkward. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't feel as much like love toward what what he did on the show as you do, Johnny. I don't know. I I always just thought Big Cass was just sort of there. He was just seven <laughs> seven feet of occupied space. I, I agree with you, but that's why I like this promo, though. I think it's a step towards oh. him being something a little more than that. Because yeah, I agree. He too. was he was laying out he was laying out things like. Uh, uh, he's being overlooked by, he's been overshadowed by a little small man, that kind of thing. Like, it made sense to me, mm-hmm. and I kind of dug that they're at least trying to do something with him. Yeah. And, and honestly, uh, I'm giving Miz a lot of credit here. He's one of my favorites, so maybe I've been really biased. But, uh, like, the Miz Taraj, I feel like he brought them out and made them way bigger than they were. Uh, you know, uh, like, years ago, uh, Damian Mizdow, is so, yeah. you know, there's all kinds <laughs> of things, uh, instances of where he's really brought some people up. And I think he could help a lot with Big Cass. Nice. Well, I, I, I agree with you. I think that this is the best he's ever looked. But I still yeah. don't think he looks that great. In, in all honesty, I just like, I, I dug that they gave him a reason for it. He's not just doing it to be a jerk. Like, they're actually putting a little story behind it. And I know Daniel Bryan likes to, like he said when he came back, he really wants to push up new guys. Like, why wouldn't he? Right. But... I don't know. Big Cass is just, to me, the epitome of a created character. <laughs> his music is so boring. and he I hate his music. I'll agree with you on that 100%. He just has a pretty generic, I'm a tall guy look. But it feels like it feels like the know. it feels like on this past SmackDown that promo was to say we're not going to see the same old cast. We may see different music next, next time hope, he comes out. I hope he does keep improving. I really do. I don't want anyone to fail. But just right yeah. now, I don't really have much faith. Just because yeah. I don't. He's just kind of boring to me. <laughs> I don't even know what his finishing move is. Is he is he just kick people in the face? It's Big that's Mama Cass. Of... <laughs> he just chokes you with a sandwich. <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. How could you? Oh, How man. could you? That woman was a legend. <laughs> Nothing got is a real... sacred to me. Let me tell you about mini meat nubs. We, we got a kidding. yeah. We got a real gender on our hands here, Brandon. <laughs> Gendering up the show. Instead <laughs> yeah, just a botching. <laughs> the other thing I wanted to bring up about SmackDown is this continued growth of Nakamura being one of the greatest heels in WWE yeah. right now. Oh, by far. I, I, love, I mean, I always liked him anyway, and I liked him as a babyface, but there's just something about a heel Nakamura that's just clicking on all cylinders, in my opinion. And that makes that the 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 spasms and like the seizures that he has even better because that to me <laughs> yes. it was always weird, but now it's good because you're a weirdo anyway. Like you're a bad guy, you should be weird. 
He's yes. I I get the same impression every time I see him, and it's because he does all the the awesome like weird flailing arm things Octopus. and like when he kicks even it's just like a almost a flailing kick but it's always dead on and and powerful he just reminds me of like an evil octopus <laughs> he's just sort of like dangling all over the place and then whacking you you know what i mean he's just like a, a character to me like it pops into my head like an evil squid <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. An evil squid. That sounds amazing. <laughs> That's a monster movie of the week right there. Do you think Michael Cole will catch on calling <laughs> that? <laughs> that evil squid, Nakamura. <laughs> he just he's just so unlike unlike anything else going on in wrestling right now. Yeah. Uh, just with just even just the way he walks to the ring, just just the way he acts as a person. It's. I'm telling you guys, I'm loving this Nakamura. This version of him is oh, amazing. for sure, yeah. for sure. The second I realized he was turning heel on the pay per view, <laughs> when I I saw it coming, I was like, "Oh, guys, 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 watch! He's gonna go bad." And it happened. I was just like, "Yes, this is amazing!" And I've been loving it ever since. You're right. Yes, and he yep. really, really hates testicles now. <laughs> I like no, he can't that. stand them. The other thing that I really liked is they. They brought back the club with AJ Styles, and they have a history together. Yeah, that's interesting. And they really mm-hmm. played on this, and I like that. I also like that one of the clubs pretty much sacrificed himself. Yeah. Uh, I hope they know. keep that as, like, a, a faction. I, I yeah. think it it yeah. really helps uh, Anderson and Gallows because they, yep. they were on the bottom of the totem pole on Raw, so they it need turned, to be yeah. elevated. Yeah, and they're too good to be that. So, oh yeah, they're yep. they're a phenomenal team. Actually, get them in some some real tag team storylines and and get AJ Styles in the mix. It can only help them. But to have Nakamura have a target besides AJ just mm-hmm. makes him even more evil. Exactly, taking out exactly, his friends. exactly. I was just about to say that, and I think we were debating what they're going to call them because they can't use Balor Club or Bullet Club. So, is yeah. that, are they settling with just the club? Is that what it is? I, I think so. That's all I ever hear. Because that's kind of I mean, cool. I, that works for me. Um, so maybe over on on Raw, Ziggler and uh, and McIntyre are gonna get more people, and just that's the show and against the club. <laughs> Whenever they do an NWO black and red, yeah, feud. yeah. Whenever yeah. they do pay per views, that's the two teams that are gonna war with each other. <laughs> I don't know. I like. I love. I love the fact that this is gonna be a long, ongoing feud between yeah. AJ and Nakamura. It's yeah. exactly what I wanted. And Nakamura playing this kind of heel is is just pitch perfect against AJ's like clean face persona. Yeah, and I don't know. I just can't wait to see what they do because they're gonna go all out with this. <laughs> I'm I'm predicting some sort of humongous blow off at SummerSlam, like two out of three falls, maybe an Iron Man match, like something a phenomenal. It's gonna intended. have to be too because this is they with this they're built. Uh, oh, in Japan they got one match against each other, but mm-hmm. here they're taking advantage of that they have these guys and they are building one of those like historical, you know, those those historical like feuds. Yeah, you know, you always think about like uh, for the longest time when it was Macho Man against uh, uh, Hogan or Piper yeah. against Hogan or do you know what I mean? Uh, Stone and Cold would. and The Rock, like these, you're gonna think of those. So this is going to be one of those that each match is just going to get better and better and do mm-hmm. crazier things. It's going to keep getting better, just kind of like Lesnar and Reigns. You know, every time you see them, it just gets better. <laughs> I can't even finish that sentence. 
technically you're not wrong. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm just saying like a little bit of improvement is still an improvement. <laughs> well, because they cut down on, on their moves, like not repeating them so yeah. much. Okay. Okay. Instead of 15, there was the only same 13. moves. They only gave you 10. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. So that to me is an improvement. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, you're right, dude. Nakamura heel is probably the best thing they've done so f- in a while. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think so. Was there anything else about SmackDown you guys wanted to bring up? I mean, we had the Charlotte Carmella contract signing, man, uh, and that was kind of I'm with you on that. Yeah, I we, think this is the best Carmella has been. Yeah. I mean, but um, uh, the Eoconics or the Iconics? I always want to say Eo because how they spell it. <laughs> the Iconics. Uh, the I Iconics defeated. Yeah. The I Iconics defeated uh, Becky Lynch and Oscar. Right, and they had to do it cheating, so that just that helps bring more heat. Yeah. Here's here's a question to you guys though: Is it wrong for them to have done that because this is the second time Oscar's lost now? Technically, no. That she makes wasn't it better. Pinned, but right. to just tack tack on some random tag team loss on SmackDown doesn't this kind of not only like. Her, her streak was ended, but now it's kind of getting crushed because she's like slid so far down on SmackDown. I, I don't think so. I mean, a she wasn't the one pinned. Uh, right. B yeah. uh, they still kind of present her as this uh, somebody that that like you don't want to see on the other side of the ring. Right. Yeah. I think they still present her fairly well. Uh, and I think but I, I know what you're saying. They got to be careful though. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think that is the case. Is that they're really trying to like the iconics. I think they're one of the ones that, like you were talking about, they're not ready yet. Still soft, you know. You they think they so? needed. They're, they're to, really they good. To go. They're really good on the mic. Yes, they're but, great on mic. The, the personas yeah. are. That's a good idea. But there's still some work that needs to be done. And they, they could have stayed at NXT for a little longer. Yeah. So I think the fact that they're trying to to put them over now a little bit more as heels and give them bring that heat by having them cheat, having them do these dirty yeah. things, and then beat these people that you love like that was the thing that's when you really started hating people and and also taking notice of this villain because they were beating your favorite guys and you're like wait a second hold on a second i guess the real question now is does this mean they're building a becky oscar feud that's it looks like that right because there was like there was a thing where didn't oscar like hit Becky on accident and knock her off the... There was something like that. But yeah, and Becky accidentally knocked Asuka, and then she couldn't get the tag and yeah, lost the match. Something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, so, and, yeah. And it was one of these things. And she kind of looked at her like, what are you doing? How come you weren't here for me kind of a thing? Because then, then it begs the question, can you turn Becky heel against Asuka? Or does Asuka go in what I think is a much more fitting role for her as the heel? I think Asuka should be heel. I agree with you on that assessment. However, my only argument would be I kind of want to see what Becky Lynch can do as a heel. That's what I, I was thinking because I was also thinking somebody that can go up a lot against. Of water too. Yeah. She, she's, again, she's another one of those that's way too good to be just at the bottom of the yeah. of the, of the ring or whatever you want to say. Uh, so I she needs something, and I would be all for it because I like her too much for her to just to be – uh, just like a bit player. She's way better than that. And man. I think it would be amazing if she turned on Charlotte Flair to cost her regaining the belt to go heel. That would be just the way to do it. You know there what I go. mean? Not she's only, been nothing but a baby face. Yes, and, then, and not only do you so, get yeah. the heartbreak of the friend turning on the friend, but then there's the added insult of, like, you literally cost her the chance at getting her belt back, and then Carmella Here, gets to continue do. to reign as a champion. 
here's what you do while we're you fantasy I mean? booking here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. While we're fantasy <laughs> booking, here's what I would do. Like, have a pay-per-view where she is, ta- Becky Lynch is tagging with either Charlotte or Asuka, either one. I think Charlotte would be the be- better one just because she's the bigger uh, baby face currently. Oscar uh, kind of feels to me way more in the middle, but that's just me. Um, so, and when Charlotte's about to win, that's when Becky comes in and does like a, a Roderick Strong to her or something. Yeah. And that would shock everybody. Yep. And that's what they need to do. And she'd be off to the races. She'd be one of the top women heels, if you ask me. <laughs> there you go. That's not a joke, especially because it's Charlotte Flair that'd be helping her out there. Yeah. Yeah. Again, like Becky Lynch, she just really needs somewhere to go because she's she's literally had no storylines for, I don't know, six months? Like, I can't remember the last storyline she was actually in. She so, feuded with, I can't, I honestly can't remember, and that's not good. We got to see if any of us know anybody that has any ties to Freddie Prinze. <laughs> just to get the word over there and just be like, you know what, dude? Like, tell, I like, tell it, somebody. I like that you think. I like that you think that Freddie Prince is our in. Tate Souffle. If anyone's in. Tate Souffle, does he know him? I think Tate Souffle might know him. He might through David Arquette, Celebrity yeah. Connections. Didn't they do like That's a Celebrity true. Reality Island Survivor thing together, Tate Souffle and, and David Arquette? I think it was that. Sh- if, well, it was uh, Naked and Alone. Some, I think they did yeah, that together. That's yeah, that's something like that. Uh, anyway. That needs to happen if it hasn't. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I, you want to move on to NXT now? Yeah, let's go to NXT. Yeah. Let's do it. Some fun stuff going on Actual here. Actual story progression. Yeah, you know. You know what? You know what bogs my mind every time. Raw is three hours. <laughs> SmackDown is two hours. That's five hours of storytelling that they could do. And for whatever reason, NXT has only an hour, and they have so much talent that doesn't even get on TV every week, and yet they do way more story storytelling in that hour than those other five yep. hours combined. Exactly. Scenes. Absolutely true. All right, let's get in. So that's it. wasted. It's wasted. That drives me bonkers. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh, so this was kind of uh, a sandwiched, really. This is like a Johnny Gargano sandwich yep. show. Yep. Your favorite kind. He opens and, yep. Hey, I'm. he's my number one, so I'm all for it. But yeah, uh. I, I got it. I liked it. Um, what are some of the biggest things that stood out to y'all besides, of course, the the Chiampa, the Gargano thing? What about, uh, what's it, Tino? And, uh, they finally broke the that team up. Yeah, yeah, they, you yeah. saw it coming. Moss. You saw it coming, the back and forth, the the, the, yeah. the botches where they would look at each other accus- accusingly. <laughs> uh, and this time it was like, I'm done with you. I'm not dealing with yeah. you anymore. And who they? They were against uh, heavy, uh, heavy machinery. Dude, yeah. is it just me? Or does uh, what's his name Dozer? Is, is he doing that like j- the way he waddles? Is that like for real, or or is that? Just I want to know too. I want to know because too. that waddle is too much. It's literally too the much. The man is dude. so thick. I would not be surprised if he had to walk that way. He sh- they should be like his thighs totally, are like my waist. That's what I'm, they should be going more along the lines of like uh, uh, of like. Game of Thrones style characters. He could be a dwarf. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like coming in with the shield and the like. Did you see the, at the end of the match? He was kind of hanging over the the, the ropes yeah. and yelling He's out. He's got at the a very Rick stuff. Steiner like. Yes. Yes. The yes. Mouth yes. Kind of That's a thing. exactly yeah. what it is. Like the, the, the what is what Steaks is it dog face gremlin. Steaks, weights, and waddles. <laughs> That's uh. But I, and I really like him a lot, honestly. I think yeah, he's, yeah, for the sure. Fact that he, the the guy's that large and he can do the worm is amazing to me. <laughs> but <laughs> and to I do, know what you mean. To do a lot of he, the he does walk he does. strange. He walks so strange that 
I pay attention to how he walks. I'm, I'm agreeing with you there. <laughs> he literally looks like he's about to start singing the Lollipop Guild song. <laughs> we yeah. represent. You know, he's like called. <laughs> Uh, yeah. uh, the other, yeah. the other thing, they opened up with the undisputed era, and they're—I'm uh, telling you—all four of those guys are money. Yes, money, money. It was money. like watching, uh, you know, what, like ten years ago, and watching Evolution walk out. It really kind of yeah. felt yeah. like that. These are the next, yeah, group of stars. This is like these are the main eventers. These are the people you're going to see on TV for another ten years. All Easily. these guys are just. Great at Easily. what they're doing, and Roger and honestly slipped into this role perfectly yep. here. Yes, yes, and honestly, all four of them are probably already main roster ready, but I wouldn't send them up yet because they got too much to do in NXT. Mm-hmm. But when you do send them up, send them all up. This would be my opinion. At the same time, yep. keep them together and have them run amok on the main roster for a while before you break them up. Yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. New new four horsemen style. And it, yeah, and it's got to be a yeah. thing where they come in and go at whoever they were feuding with before, you know, whoever was at NXT before. Like, who was feuding with, with Cole and, and those guys that are up in the, the big time now? Like, you go at them hard during yeah. whatever big match is happening. The new call-ups or whatever. Yeah. I'd love – it would be amazing to see them just, you know – the four of them show up randomly on Raw and just yeah. crush, you know, whoever's holding the title. Yeah. Just just straight up go right after the champion, make a name for yourself. But uh, how about I agree. They all That's got to be like two years from now. How they about you see him show up yeah. and destroy Braun Strowman, like put him in a hospital style, <laughs> just beat down all four, yeah. take him See, down. that's what you would need to do. It's like mm-hmm. when um, – and uh, what was that? Because we know Strowman's going to get the title. He's going to be a title holder here soon. Because at some point, yeah, do Dude. A, do a Nexus thing. Remember when Nexus came out and literally destroyed the ring? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do something like that with Dude him. Super Kick Party. <laughs> Come on, oh, yeah. Come on! Because they destroy that. This what they do. Strowman's title. He's already he's he's champ, right? And he's in the middle of a match defending his championship. They come out and beat the crap out of him, like like I said, where it looks like he's going to going to be put in the hospital. So much so that every time refs are coming down, super kick, knock him out. Then stars start to come down to help him. Doesn't matter. Start super kicking the stars out of the ring. Just yeah. literally, that's how you bring undisputed era to Raw. Super kick party. You have to call Freddie. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's my new catchphrase. Every time we got well, something good, we're booking. Call Freddie. Well, that's there's literally the young bucks on the indie scene kind of do that thing now yeah. already. So I mean, they do it they at still, NXT. They still, they still everything else from the They still pull it off yeah. at NXT. Well, well, I don't think that they That'll steal it as in. much as they. It's just, I mean, that's part of their thing, right? Because Cole was part of the the Bullet Club. Yes, you know what so they do he's is allowed, they he's allowed to too sweet and allowed to uh, super kick. Well, what they well they're all allowed to too sweet because technically WWE does own that, but. which is so funny, right? <laughs> own yeah. it, yes, they own it's it. Like Brandon. owning they own the everything. high five, it's, it's, <laughs> yes. it's insane. It really, yeah, is. you know the too sweet the like they did bump. in the NWO. That was the NWO admits they stole from something else. That's beside the point. <laughs> They totally own the thing that belonged to someone else first. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> but I uh I I agree I think that that this this stable is one of the hottest things yeah. and it needs to stay this way, yeah. way for a while before they bring them up and when they do it has to stay the same because it's working so well. Yes. Um and and you keep them that way for I would say a year or two, honestly, on the main roster mm-hmm. before you even think about breaking them up, because that way, when you do break them up, it means way more. Exactly. Yeah. 
they need to definitely have a long, long burning run here. Uh, they're they're doing a great job right now. Seeing them all with the belts and uh, only only fishes out because he's got the injury, but seeing them covered in gold and hearing hearing strong just brush off Pete Dunn basically like whatever yeah. I did what I wanted you know like yes. Yes. it's such yes. a cocky way about it that you know and you can't wait for Pete Dunn to get his hands on him and they're doing the smart thing they've barely talked about it mm-hmm. they're waiting for it for you to to forget about it for him to come back and get his yep. comeuppance yep next like w- next week or the week after he's only gone for two weeks yeah yeah so we'll see yeah. what happens when he gets back it'll be interesting uh, uh, what else happened on NXT uh, the, um, uh, who's the women's champion? I'm blanking on her name. Shayna Baszler. Ah, Baszler. Yeah, Baszler. That's right. I, That's I, so awkward, dude. <laughs> I'm going to bring up, I'm going to bring up a, a point. I like her. Yeah. I like that. I like how they're building her up. I like that. She feels like she's running the locker room. I really dig that. I really dug that one time when she went and like pulled off Ember Moon's name, like she defeated her. Yeah. That type of thing. They need to keep doing that. I feel, yeah, yeah. uh, but here's my only complaint about her. And it's a weird complaint because she can't help it. It's her voice. <laughs> it doesn't sound like she's so tough. And I would believe 100% that she could destroy me. Mm-hmm. Like, I think she could legit take me out in a second. It would be nothing <laughs> for her. But her voice doesn't. I don't. You know, some people are just not blessed with a voice that fits their yeah, character. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of feel yeah. that with her. That'd be like it's if not she her had fault. a Mickey Mouse voice. She's, she's got uh, Bobby Lashley syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and it's not her fault because, like I said, uh, she's amazingly tough, and I like her as a champion and all this stuff, and I oh, like yeah. what they're doing with her. But man, it's so she's not that she's not a bad speaker; she's pretty good. Her voice just sounds the way it sounds to me; just doesn't fit. <laughs> she could use a little, and I don't know why WWE. I'm pulling a Kurt Angle where he turns it into one syllable. W W W uh is uh got so much money you think that they could help them with like voice coaching or at least like some acting like a way to get them to project their voice more more and here's moi. here's the other thing that, that moi yes <laughs> like yes doodle bob the one thing that i would love to see in nxt do mm. and it would help her out a lot too would be to start bringing up new uh, uh managers type characters Mm-hmm. And really build them up, and they can build other people. People who are just really gifted with the gab, and they can build somebody up. Uh, you know, uh, they, they kind of did that a little bit with uh, Almas and Vega a little bit. Yeah. Uh, kind of learn from that and start bringing up new people. I mean, we haven't, all we have right now is what, Heyman and Vega, and is there really any more can really think about? I mean, it's with Ellering gone. You know what's funny? It. It's crazy. Yeah, Ellering's gone. It is crazy how much that's changed because. Uh, next episode, the three of us, I created a little bracket for us to do mm-hmm. the uh, best tag teams of the '80s wrestling uh, in wrestling. Um, but as I was putting this together, and I'm looking up all of these, it, a lot of these I got uh, on Wikipedia because mm-hmm. I was like, "Who was around for just '80s?" I didn't want to pull '90s guys or, or earlier guys. Yeah, um, that they were literally wrestling during the '80s. It also tells you who their managers were, and everyone had a manager. And then there was yes. like one manager who had like four teams that he managed. Yeah, remember that yes. shit? Like Bobby what the Brain yeah. had like thirty guys at one time. Yeah, Bobby Bobby legit had his own little stable. Yeah, he called it the family because the family. it was so big. Yeah, yeah, yeah the Heenan family. 
Um, yeah. There was. Uh, Where did that go? I mean, I think Heyman Jimmy should Hart. start adding people to his. Mm-hmm. Why is not Heyman adding more people to his? Uh, you know, uh, you have a lot of so legends that are sitting around doing nothing. You know, they want to get back yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah, give them all manager. Hillbilly Jim doesn't shut the hell up. Give him a manager spot. <laughs> that would be great Heck. if you got managers coming out cutting promos for people that just can't do it. Bring in Jake the Snake and let him be somebody's manager. <laughs> I mean, seriously, that dude oh, can, has always been one of the best talkers ever. Oh God, how's he doing? Is he better now, or would he be? A, oh yes, a yes, yes. Okay. No, no, no. He's actually come a long way. Oh, He's good, doing tons good, better good. now. I would love yeah. that if they if they just brought some some you know older talent back in just for managerial stuff. Like in real life, if you were to take this at face value as a legitimate you know sport, they'd stay around. Yeah, they would bring in people who were really good at it to come and mentor these new guys and especially guys who can't talk you got people who can talk still like and i I would also love for them to start bringing up uh younger newer people for that manager type role too who yeah hire people uh, who aren't wrestlers you know people who are just charismatic and really good characters and love the business Yeah. yeah yeah uh i don't know why they don't do that that's i remember the one time when i actually I really wanted to get into wrestling like I was looking into schools and stuff. I know Brandon you actually did that, but uh I wanted I didn't want to be an actual wrestler. I wanted to be a manager type person. <laughs> I could see because you I thought that. they had a, I thought they had all the fun. They got to do all the talking <laughs> and I wanted to be a bad guy because I think they have way more fun and they do still get to take bumps every once in a while. I, I thought they were- Okay, <laughs> so there's been canes, umbrellas, uh, cellular phones, the big giant one, and tennis, tennis rackets. rackets. So, what's your yeah. thing? Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, a Funko Pop <laughs> of yourself. That would be best yeah. if it was a Funko no, no, Pop. No, no. you knock them out with their own Funko. Oh, <laughs> bring out a new one. <laughs> bring each out time. whichever one is <laughs> Doctor Funko. That's your that's that's your manager right. name. So now I need to talk to not only Freddie Prince but also the head of Funko Pop. Call Freddie, call Funko. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Funko <laughs> Prince Jr. Call him. <laughs> I would, I would love that. What else is next? I'm not even going to lie. Uh, and then, of course, we had the Chiampa taking out Gargano when we we're supposed to have the Gargano Black match. Yeah, um, it's, it's disappointing, but I saw it coming. Honestly, like it's disappointing too because I wanted to see those two wrestle. However, I like this a lot. It pushes Chiampa even more. The fact mm-hmm. that he was. On top of that truck, watching the ambulance drive away was a great scene. I mean, that's perfect. Super villain esque, yes. Yes, I love that. Um, and Gargano is so good. This, you remember, uh, remember Chris when you brought up how good some people are at getting beat up, and you really like that. Yep. Gargano is amazing at getting beat up. <laughs> some, and that's a talent. He really sells very well. Sometimes so um, well that he actually gets beat up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't know if you. I have a suspicion some of that's very legit. <laughs> I don't know if you were paying attention like real closely on that that big spot because he what was it um what do you call that movie did off the the entryway? I forget what it's called like uh, the Irish curse or something <laughs> like that. I don't know what his move what he calls yep. it, but yeah, he does that off of the entryway down through like tables that are supposed to be padded with boxes and stuff, but. They hit it the wrong way. Something That's was right. funky because they kind of went to the ground and part of the table like cut them up pretty badly. I don't know if you noticed, Johnny no, had I some didn't. pretty wicked cuts from the table. No, I didn't notice and that. I believe Champa did too. <laughs> like that, <laughs> I mean, people were, this week in wrestling, people really got beat up and bloody. Oh, you're not yeah. 
Uh, you know who else sells sells well is the especially with their face when they're in pain is uh, Finn Balor. You ever see that guy? Looks yeah. like he literally yeah, looks good. like he's in pain. Yes, yes. But yeah, Champa's uh, Gargano's great too, man. He's he's right there with it. It looked pretty. But then brutal. anyway, th- this was a good kickoff for uh, Sanity because this is their last time on NXT. Mm-hmm. They kind of came out and took on uh, took on Black in- instead. So um, that's kind of what happened on NXT there. It was a. Uh... Yeah, that that main event was it was pretty good. I mean, yeah. it it showed the dominance of the champion, which you yeah, to, which I new. liked, uh, which I liked and hated at the same time. <laughs> I liked it because he's staying, so I get it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're sending these this trio up, and they need to be a big deal if you're going to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they, I literally just watched all three of them get kicked in the face and knocked out by one man. <laughs> so, you know, not just a man, it's Alistair Black. Well, I, I know what you're saying, but still. <laughs> I mean, they're going to the main roster. You think about all the guys that took bumps for Undertaker where you're just like, come on, really? I think WWE still has this weird mentality that uh, people don't watch NXT and the main roster. Like, no way. That they just, for, There's no they, way. They didn't watch NXT, so they have no idea. So when they show up on SmackDown, they, they don't know about come it. Come on, dude. Like, they, they, only, they, only treat, they only treat NXT when, like it's in the same universe when it serves them to. Yeah, like at uh, Royal Rumble, if they show up, yeah. then they'll start talking yeah. about them. But otherwise, it's like they don't exist. Like it's non-canon <laughs> over yeah. on NXT. They don't even really talk about it on the like. Why wouldn't you promote NXT on the main shows that are on TV? Because get more people to the network. I don't get it. But. but for some reason, they advertise it only in the middle of the show that you're already watching. Yeah, in the middle yes, of NXT. all the time. Yeah, that's brilliant. Which right? to me is weird because you're already. Oh, speaking of which, I'm sorry to interrupt you, oh, yeah, Chris. Yeah, yeah. I need to interrupt you real quick because this is really important. Our sponsor today is Hardly Kayfabe. Um, it's a great podcast you need to go listen to about wrestling. Talking about Dusty Finish. No, Hardly Kayfabe is, bon- is sponsoring this episode of Hardly Kayfabe. <laughs> <laughs> Call Freddie. <laughs> Put that on. No, they're already doing that. But is no, this, you, is this some sort of like infinite money making scheme? But the yeah. thing that doesn't—I don't, I don't think get, it's going to work—is you're literally paying for a subscription network, and the yeah. show you're watching is created specifically for this you network. Can only see it on. You don't that need network. commercials. Yes, it doesn't require. That's why it drives me bonkers. I can't stand it. Why are the commercials on network shows for? Other, <laughs> why? I mean, I know you want to promote your own stuff. Put mm-hmm. it in between. Uh, pay-per-views from the past that we have on. They will put on a pay-per-view and interrupt a match on the pay-per-view for this stuff. <laughs> well, even in the, in the in-betweens of the, the pay-per-views. You know what I mean? In between the matches. Show a quick thing promoting your t-shirts, yeah. your brands, this my, and that. Yeah, exactly. But my it's biggest so ridiculous when now. they cut away from the middle of a match yeah. on NXT. In the middle of a match. Like, and there's you don't no have commercials. You don't have to yeah. do it. You don't have to. Why are you doing that? My biggest pet peeve, I don't know if you noticed, some they do it mostly on SmackDown, I think. They will show you commercials for the pay-per-view, picture in picture over the match. Oh, yeah. yeah and you're yeah, like, yeah. you're advertising the pay-per-view uh-huh. that's constantly talked about on the show that you're interrupting for a commercial. At least at yeah, least for SmackDown, they still show you the action going on instead of cutting away while, while like, Ginger just... Mahal's getting his ass whooped and then coming back and seeing yeah. that he's winning and you're like, what? Stop. All right. Well, that was... That was NXT and also the network in a nutshell. We've just kind of. <laughs> I'm waiting until yeah, the day when you see wrestlers with the uh, pay per view ad on their ass on the tights. 
Like they're yeah. just make them promote the shows on what they're wearing before <laughs> yeah. the shows. That's gonna happen. <laughs> That's coming. That's coming soon. That Call Freddy. That might be a great like booster gold type gimmick though. Like if somebody was like hawking WWE Network twenty four seven, like that's their yes. character. There you go. Like and he's he's literally selling space on the robe he wears down to the ring yeah, for, for yeah. advertising. What if he did that for real for anybody? Anyone that wanted to advertise, he'd do it. He'd wear their ad, their advertising. Wouldn't that be funny? Just Ryan. Hey, God, do it. Uh, what Brock Lesnar with his Jimmy Johns? Yeah, basically, right? <laughs> so that's it. That's part one of entire Wrestle Week because part two is Greatest Royal Rumble yeah. on Friday. That's right. Let's get into it, fellas. Good Lord. In the afternoon. So I didn't get to watch it until like a day and a half later. Yeah. But whatever. I stayed away from Twitter and stuff because usually I, I follow a lot of wrestlers on there and I didn't want to see any spoilers. I, I just kind of stayed yeah. away and watched it. So I watched it as it was happening. Yeah. And it drove me bonkers. I couldn't discuss a couple things with you two. <laughs> There's a couple things that happened on this that were by far the greatest things I've ever seen. It was awesome. I know this. I know this is its own its own little universe, and I agree with you on that. But. I'm glad I saw these things happen. I like the way you said that, Brandon. That you called this like it's 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 a non-canon. Yeah, I yeah. heard event. everybody refer, nothing like referring to it. I get it, did it again. Nothing mattered. Yeah, it, it was, and we kind of knew that going in, just because originally this wasn't even supposed to be televised. It was supposed to be a, a dark show. You know, it was just supposed to be a like a personal sort of a thing. I guess they paid them a lot of money to come to Saudi Arabia and. And fill this brand new arena that they the, built and everything. Apparently, they made a giant deal with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there's like it's like a ten year deal or something like that. If I read correctly. Oh wow! You mean for the next ten uh, years, at least once or twice a year, we have to watch a pay per view at noon on a Friday? I don't know about that. You- I just know that they're. Uh, you know how like during the show. They had some of the people from Saudi Arabia who were kind of training with them. Oh, trying out, yeah, prospects. Yeah, I think that's kind of part of it, like a development type that's deal. That's kind of cool. That was, uh, yeah, I know they, they were talking about like pushing how they're being more progressive. This is supposed to be like one of those spotlights for the world to go, hey, look, they're not, they have yeah, they're not sitting by themselves against the world anymore. They're actually coming out and they're being more progressive. Interesting. Um, so, yeah. I mean, they got like a new uh, prince or king over there who uh, they're crediting with a lot of this uh, uh, progressive movement they're starting to have. Yeah. I mean, like I said before, uh, like women couldn't even drive not that long ago. Right. And they're just now allowed to do that. Right. It, sounds, it sounds really weird in this country to say women are allowed to drive because, <laughs> you know, women should be able to do whatever a man does. I mean, who cares? Yeah. But but it's a lot different there. Um Johnny, I'm, this match. Just so you know, I no, can, I can edit this. So if you wanted to say what you really feel about women, I mean, you can really say you don't. That, that's that's actually single, too funny that that they think they can drive and that they should. Have well, I'm a single man, so I need to make sure women think that I love them dearly, <laughs> and I think of them as equal to me, if not better. I may I say, um, uh, yeah, this match opened up uh, with a pretty like if this was early. To mid two thousands, this would be like one of the biggest matches on a card. Right, mm-hmm. Triple Triple H and John Cena, um, and Cena gets the nod, he gets the win, which made sense. Both guys were kind of over. This is what I was interested in: how uh, would this crowd react to wrestlers over there? Because I just don't know how much like wrestling is ingrained in that culture there. But you yeah. can tell they've been watching because they knew chants, yeah. they knew mm-hmm. songs, exactly. they knew what to say, and they knew who to cheer, they knew who to boo. Yep. 
Um, I like that a lot. The crowd overall, if you can get past that front row, who <laughs> who were just there to be seen to be there, I felt. Um, it was distracting. Like, yeah, you could tell though that like the people behind them are really into everything going yeah. on. So I really, mm-hmm. I really dug the crowd overall. Yeah, for sure. You could tell they were getting into it, dancing. <clears throat> they were popping. A lot of those kids were oh, yeah. loving with this. You could tell the joy on their faces to see this stuff. Yeah. It was amazing. Oh yeah, and it was. Yeah, I love that. And I was gonna say, the I loved the sound of it. Because during the match, you can hear like the, that this place was seriously packed and it mm. was electric. You could hear the crowd. You know what I mean? And that's that's uh, unfortunately for you know WWE recently, it hasn't been as you know it's not like like that anymore here. Here it's it's a lot of silence as you're watching a lot of it. Then you'll start to get a little louder here and there. There it seemed like it stayed loud a lot. Yeah. You- well, they're doing. They've shot themselves in the foot over here quite a bit this whole and i I hate to keep putting stuff on roman reigns because i think he gets a way worse rep than what he deserves and he deserves some of it but not all that stuff that he gets uh this whole experiment with him has been a major failure overall yeah and people just you got to build somebody the reason the attitude era was so huge was because you had some stars there stone cold steve austin and the rock were two people who you wanted to see Mm -hmm. uh you know hulk hogan was somebody at that time you wanted to see Mm -hmm. So they had these stars, and they don't really – they have people who I think are capable of it, but they just didn't build them up. They just kind of sacrificed them uh, for reigns in a way, and that's that's been their major downfall. Yeah. And that's and not Reigns' fault either, by the way. If if uh, somebody was going to give me a lot of money and told me that I was going to be their star, I would listen to him too. Yeah. Yeah, WWE has this weird thing where – Sometimes they just, no matter what, push the opposite way the fans want. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just one of those stubborn Vince McMahon mentalities or if it's legitimately there's too much backstage pull for them to pay attention to the fans. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. It's, but, but they obviously don't want specific things. Right. Like, Roman Reigns at all, <laughs> right? It's, now you can't you can't always listen to a crowd when you're making think no. uh, decisions because you will uh, destroy yourself that way too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you also got to pay attention. That, no, yeah, one hundred percent. You should be able to have your finger to the pulse and know what's happening. But what was happening right. here was all safe. Every match was like yes. we knew what we were getting. It was all about, like you said, Brandon, the spectacle. Spectacle. It, it like this show. This show was so safe that sometimes a wrestler would just fall down even if they weren't hit. <laughs> I can't wait. That's how safe this I show was. I can't wait we get to that. So Cena beats Triple H, which we saw coming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No problem. He and, gets, uh, and he should have won. And he should have won. He's the, he's huge over there. Kids loved yeah. him, so I was cool with it. Yeah, you want to open with a with a high spot. You yeah. know, John Cena going over, making all the kids happy. Half of them will probably leave before the show's over because it's six hours long. Yeah. Give them what they want at the beginning, and I don't know about you, but it was a little odd that he mentioned the whole breakup thing just barely. That's why it's. I think the whole thing's a work, dude. I think the whole thing's a work. You know what I heard? I saw it. I saw the headline was that um, they filmed the breakup for the show. It was all filmed. The breakup actually was filmed. So I think the whole thing's a work. The entire thing is a work. It's ridiculous. I knew it. Axel Jonas was right. Axel Jonas. It's all a cover up. He's in those shows. I don't know if you've seen Cena on those shows. Mm. He's such a 
man, he's he feels so different from any other time he's out in the public and he's not wrestling. Like when he's on a when he's doing an interview on a talk show or something, he seems way more relaxed in himself. But when he's on that show, he's just so weird. It's like he's playing another character on there too. That's what so I'm saying. I, I think I it's a work, dude. The whole thing. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. Next up, we had we're all being worked, man. We're all being worked. <laughs> Next one, we had two hundred five uh, guys. We had Kalisto and Cedric Alexander. Mm-hmm. They they were good. They put on a show. Uh, Absolutely, I really liked match, it. Yeah, for the cruiserweights. Yeah. Yep. Unfortunately, like, like they they really don't get any spotlight. Yeah. And it, and this was again, uh, even though it was beautiful and you saw a lot of sweet high flying things, it was kind of like Cedric's not losing the belt. I mean, yeah. there's nothing. No, no, there's not, nothing no. to hold your breath about on this aside from like, don't really snap your neck <laughs> or don't really break your ribs. You know what I mean? Uh, that yes. they did that crazy uh, second rope springboard yeah, Spanish. Fly. Oh man, yeah. I, that thing was amazing. Uh, I was terrified for a second because it looked like it was just something messed up, but then he landed it. I was like, it was "Man, insane, that's crazy, dude!" Yeah, yeah. He looked like he looked like he improvised something because what he was originally going to do just wasn't going to work or insane. something like that. It really was. Yeah, yeah. Great cruiserweight stuff. I just wish we would see more of it mingled into Raw. Actually, make it feel yeah. like it's part of WWE, not its own thing. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. True. Next, the leader of worlds. <laughs> I just love the intro, dude. I do. Yeah, I, I like I like both those guys a lot. I always have. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let me tell you how is, how much I really love. We talked about how this crowd was going to respond to WWE. How much I loved <laughs> that the lights came on when Bray did you the know, fireflies. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. That is to me. I love that. I love great entrances and and we I pull like some of the hard rock and that I love that you know. But when that music gets low and it sounds like swampy, like Moody, Bayou music, yeah. and all of a sudden yeah. the fireflies are all out, oh god, it's such an awesome, awesome opener. So underrated. I, I, I don't know if these two guys are gelling quite yet together as a team. No. I do like both their characters a lot, and always have, and I find that interesting how their characters are playing off each other quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm willing to stick with it a little while, but I don't know. How I feel about them as a team going forward? Yeah, there was a couple uh, of times where there was some sloppiness, like you could see they weren't on the same page. Yeah, um, uh, they have different styles to start with. Um, I don't, I don't know. Unless, like, I love, I love both these guys a lot. So it's this is strange. Unless for me. the idea is because you know Matt's banged his body up as bad as he has, and getting yeah. older, his bow legs aren't aren't working as well as they used to. Uh, that you know he's he's changing his style up in terms of it's not as much high flying and, and doing now that not craziness that his brother's still kind of pulling off. Yeah, and I love that he can do comedy in there yeah. and it fits. Oh yeah, it's like when he like when he clapped and said "wonderful" for a guy doing a cartwheel. <laughs> Wheel. I mean that's amazing. Cart. Yeah, I love that. That's amazing. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's the best. If they can, if they can keep all of that charisma and all the craziness that they do outside of the ring if they can keep that flowing in the ring uh and actually like give them some good storylines give them some good feuds i can see the team getting better but i i do agree they are a little sloppy i mean i don't know they just haven't felt like they've come together yet like you said it kind of feels like to me that the that they knew these characters kind of come or kind of different from everybody else's characters on the roster. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so they just stuck them together just because of that. It's what it sort of feels like to me, but, but it's still, it did uh, kind of fit like the whole, uh, ultimate yeah, deletion was so good. Yeah. Oh, I loved and it. Then, yeah. It was amazing. And then the exorcism of sister Abigail, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's cool. Yeah. I like it. 
and I do like that Bray seems to, he's still kind of the same character, but he's added some nuances to it. Yeah, yeah. I kind of dig that a little bit, because he needed something. I mean, he, that's another one. Talk about a guy who's fallen. Uh, I mean, I've been a humongous Bray Wyatt fan for a long time. Not to brag, but also have his Funko Pop that I can hit him with <laughs> at some point when I turn on him. Dr. Uh, uh, Funko. Yeah, but <laughs> that's my gimmick. Oh, no, Fogo. Love it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, you know, he's a guy who they would always uh, build up very well, but he would never win a feud. Never. Yeah. He lost almost every feud he was in, but he would always such a good. He was always such a good talker that you wanted to see him in his feuds, and then it, it would just be like a major, like somebody farting in a church, <laughs> as they like to say down here. You know, like who cares? Like, like. It got to a point I literally would talk to people like, yeah, I'm a Bray Wyatt fan. And they would say to me, I used to be, but, you know, who cares about him now? He never wins anything. <laughs> it's sad, but it's true. Yeah. yeah. He, I thought he was like at his epitome, like the, the greatest was at WrestleMania when he finally got the chance to show off like he's this top villain character and yeah. they dropped the ball hard. There was literally That's a moment it. in one of the Royal Rumbles a couple of years ago where, um, he came face to face, face to face to Triple H, and the crowd went crazy. <laughs> the crowd went wild, and I was like, "This is what they need to build on. Do something with this." And then they didn't do a freaking thing. Yeah. Ugh, it's because they didn't call Freddie. That's what it is. Got to call Freddie. That's our new. That's our shirt. That's our T-shirt. <laughs> I've already designed it. It's like the Better Call Saul design. Yeah, better yeah. call Freddie. <laughs> there you go. So uh, what happened? What happened next? The leader of Worlds took on the bar and beat the bar because we knew they're not going to take the Raw Championship with them to SmackDown. They're color coded. Yeah, that was scheduled. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Next, we had uh, brother Jeff Hardy up against Jinder Mahal, one of the greatest bumps of all time. Yes, yes. Of all, I told you guys maybe that whisper of the wind was so powerful. Uh, that he didn't even need to touch him to knock him down, dude. It was so like when I saw that, I was like, "Are you kidding, dude?" And here's my th- here's my theory. You know, uh, uh, the wind when it blows, <laughs> it's the only time. That's the only time you know that it's there, right? Uh, like you don't see the wind, but you see the wind's effects on other things. So maybe that's what happened here. I don't know what it is about gender. Why is he so <laughs> stiff? First of all, before we go into the the. The, why is he so stiff? The way he hits guys and the way he like honestly, like one of the things is he is has very little body fat. He's like a totally like roided out. Yeah. Like, not to say he's on steroids, but he's probably on steroids. Um, <laughs> but probably we, allegedly. But, like, but I know the so, guy that sold it like, to him. Ultra jacked. Like that limits your mobility. And if you're gonna take a, a kick at somebody and you can't bend very well you, yeah you're either gonna be really stiff or you're gonna miss <laughs> jeez i feel like his i feel like his whole body is just like one like it's just like built together by rubber bands <laughs> rubber bands and, and wooden like, sticks yeah that's what it feels like to me when he's wrestling it's like two by fours and rubber bands <laughs> i like his finisher a lot but that's about it when my, it comes to him. my favorite is Corey graves who immediately tries to salvage <laughs> it he comes up with three different things that could have just happened and like my favorite was the one that because jeff missed and the second yeah. he hit the ground gender falls over He's like, maybe yeah. the ring shook and it wobbled the knees out from under him. I'm like, God, Corey, you're doing a great job trying. <laughs> because in his ear, he's got the guy in the control room going, you got to save do? that. You better fucking yeah. save that. Save that now. Say something. The ring wobbled. Do something here. Yeah, I mean, what do you do? I mean, if you're an announcer, how do you call oh, it? Oh, God. Yeah. 
Because they say, oh, he caught oh, him man. in the back. But it was obviously that we saw Jinder's back. They went to the safe camera angle. Oh, God. But you could still clearly it caught see. It. it caught it. It was not enough time for that cut, dude. Yeah. We saw it. Everyone saw it. Here, What I think what happened is, you know, Jinder kind of has his back to him when he's up there. Yeah. Uh, that he Are doesn't see. He just hears him hit ear. the ground. They feed something just, to your ear, Johnny. No, this is just what I'm thinking. Like, I'm, like I've, I've read... Uh, one of my favorite books is uh, the first Mick Foley book. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he, and he talked about the one time he botched early in his career where uh, he fell from a clothesline that he wasn't even hit with, <laughs> and he felt. And this is Mick Foley, one of the best, one of my most all time favorite wrestlers, a legend. So it can happen to anybody. To be fair to gender, uh, but but what I'm thinking, this is what I think happened. I'm just trying to understand how this happened. I guess is the best way to put this. Like he had his back kind of turned to him, and by the time he sort of turned around, he'd already like somebody already hit the ground, and he just heard him hit the ground, so he just kind of went with it. I mean, what are you supposed to do? But the thing that, that doesn't add up is he fell backwards. That's what I'm saying. It didn't matter. Yeah, he fell on his back with his back turned to oh, him. God. So that didn't make any sense to me. Someone is. I heard someone mention that when I was watching uh watching something on YouTube about how Ginger looks like he's terrified to fall forward. He yes. always b- bumps backwards. Have you noticed every single time he takes a twist of fate, he takes it like a stunner instead of dropping to his stomach. He takes really? it like a stunner and falls backward instead. I think he's just scared of falling forward. Because <laughs> he can't get back it... up. It's like the, op- he's got a... the opposite of a T-Rex. He just thinks he can't get up yeah. when he's on his front. Maybe he's got implants we don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to do any damage right now. Yeah. Uh, so that was the match. Those things could pop at any moment. Yeah. Yeah. Again, no surprise. Jeff Hardy won that one. Yeah, right. U.S. champion. Uh, then the Usos and the Bludgeon Brothers. I feel like this again was a no surprise who was going to win because we didn't have Naomi able yeah. to come out now. Two two very yeah. by the numbers matches. Uh, a little bit of a comeback. A little bit more that you've ever than you've ever seen yeah. the Bludgeon Brothers take in offense. Yeah, but they still just squashed them. Yeah, but the Usos showed like if you. Win at them a certain way. You could start knocking them down. Yeah, uh, they're not invincible, but right. they definitely didn't have what it took to, to stop them right here. Nah. Then was the Intercontinental 4-Way, Fatal 4-Way, Rollins, Samoa Joe, Miz, and Balor on a ladder yeah, the, match. Yeah, This was quite good. Yes, I liked um, this one. I, I liked this one a lot, but they had a lot going for it. I thought everybody shined in it. Yeah, there mm. were a few moments uh, that the ladder wasn't doing what they wanted it to do, so some of these bumps you know hurt those guys, man. They really <laughs> did. The, uh, in in particular, I thought this and the last match were really the only ones that felt like a big, like they were trying to go for WrestleMania level here. Yeah, and yeah, they put those were in. really the only two that I thought felt WrestleMania level. Like this, if this happened at WrestleMania, I wouldn't be disappointed. Yeah, in they it. put work in these yeah, guys for, for sure. sure. Yeah, they definitely did a hundred percent. And I really like the ending. Uh, of how uh, Rollins won the belt, Very like unique. he kind of stole it. I kind of dug that. That was cool. I like that a lot. <laughs> it it hopefully will lead to a, a nice feud. I could see Balor becoming the the heel here because again, he's another one of those guys. They he's just lost in the shuffle, and he doesn't have the club yep. with him anymore, so he doesn't have to worry about like keeping that that whole face thing. And 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 did you guys see? He took a little bit of heat from fans. Mm-hmm. Saying, what's up? How come you didn't wear your LGBTQ uh, uh, Balor Club shirt for this thing? 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, he had. He had. Did you hear his? I response? did. I, I saw his response. response. Yeah. He said, "Look, I did it for the night because it was WrestleMania. It was a big deal." He goes, "I haven't worn it since at this show, this show, this show, this show, or Greatest Royal Rumble." Yeah. yeah. So he pointed it out. It's like, uh, but but yeah, um, I could see him going going heel. I mean, he was heel in Japan, so I could see it easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I kind of want to see it to be honest. Yeah, he's good heel. Uh, he's really good heel. Yeah, he need he does need more to him too. He's he's yeah. just another and. And I feel like I really, I really hate his finisher. I hate it. Really, coup de gras. You don't like that? Just stomping on someone. Here's here's why I hate it. This that finisher is the got to be the easiest way to a rolled ankle. Oh, that's <laughs> in true. The history. That's true because in he's got to pull back on that too. So yeah, yeah. He's got. You can't put all your weight on somebody because you would destroy them. <laughs> on top of that, I mean, not that he's a big, you know, not that he weighs still, a lot, but he weighs yeah. enough. Uh, but also, if they just turn the wrong way a little bit, like you're going to roll your ankle. Yeah, they're going to have to come up with I, something new. What's he do when he's? I the don't demon? like it for that. What's his finisher for demon? I can't he remember. The same I think it's is it the, the same? The coup de gras? Honestly, yeah. I think so. My biggest complaint about his finisher is that most people don't take it correctly. Yeah, it's. I hate it when I see him fly off the top, crush the guy's stomach, and then they lay flat with their arms out. Who gets stomped in the stomach and then let's lays their arms yeah, out. Can, Hold can your stomach. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Curl up in a ball like you just got crushed. Because that way he can like hook your legs and stuff. It doesn't look believable at all if yeah. the person who's supposed to sell it pretends they were knocked out by it. <laughs> it's like in movies when you see them like they throw a knife at someone and they drop dead. And you're like... <laughs> That doesn't, you don't take a knife in the shoulder and die. You react to it. You just don't drop. I, I hate when they do. That. I want to. So what we're trying to say here is we want to see him do this to Jinder Mahal. <laughs> exactly. I just want to see how Mahal would sell oh, this. God. He rolls over and takes it to the spine. Yeah. Like why? He just flies backwards, flipping around like the Rock taking a Stone Cold Stunner. Here's a, here's the question I had. I, I I guess I missed it, but how did? Finn get busted open there. Uh, wasn't it uh, the ladder, right? It was literally the last thing that happened in the match. Uh, when Seth Rollins pulled the belt down and he went to reach for it, it just grazed oh, it and, smacked his and eye. cut his eyebrow just enough to start uh, bleeding. I thought he it smacked was literally it out. the last thing that happened. He squeezed the match. it out though because he knew he was bleeding. And if you watch it when the cam- every time oh, the camera yeah. goes to him, he, he kept doing squeezing that, yeah. his his eye as hard as he can. And then he did a little bit of the spit in my hand and, and touch up there so it waters it down some and starts to really s- streak out. Yeah, they know how to. To, to make it look good, even yeah. though when they're not supposed to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, genius. I genius. was wondering if, if there was going to be a rule in Saudi Arabia about about the, the the blood. Like, if there was the rule, like, they can't do this. You know what I mean? So I would imagine well, a place with... WWE, WWE already has a rule where you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> um, but uh, I know what you're saying. Yeah. So... I mean, what are you going to do when it's accidental? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that was obviously accidental. Exactly, so. exactly. I was going to say, it can't be that big of a deal for a place that has public beheadings. Good Lord. <laughs> Good Lord. Does Saudi Arabia still do that? Is it Saudi? Yeah. Jesus. Uh, yeah, they still do that. <laughs> All right. Or maybe then. not anymore. I don't know what the new thing going on. I'm not. I don't know a ton of Saudi yeah. politics or anything like that. Did I mention that they let women drive now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it, It's. Yeah, we'll just say that it's a different place. It's a very different place over there. There's also 80-something degrees while they're wrestling. Oh, God. So you, and I did notice there were a couple of times that botches were specifically due to excess sweat. You could just tell they were slipping off of each other, which, you know, they don't do huge open-air arenas all the time. Most of the time, it's got to be pretty decent. worn out. Like, they were, that, it sucked the energy out of some of those guys. Because you got to think, some of those guys only got there a couple days before. 
Because yeah. they were doing SmackDown Live, you know what I mean? Jet lag, all that stuff. Yeah, so um, Styles Nakamura came up next. Yeah, I, I like this match. I thought this one was better than the other one. However, mm-hmm. I understood the finish, even if I didn't like it. Yeah, I, I was going to say, if you factor in the finish, I'd say it's about as equal as the other match they had. I think the match itself was much better, but that yeah. ending killed it to me. Like I was so yeah. well, enjoying it until that happened. Okay. I want to throw this out to you guys, because what I liked about it was it felt like it was a throwback to the old school days where you started to question, does he really not like the guy? Like, yeah, maybe they it, it was a count out and that was the case, but like they're still putting their bodies through all this stuff, and it looks like he's going at him. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> there, there were times yeah. when, when Ric Flair would show up and start beating the crap out of uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat while Steamboat's doing a promo. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it looked real. Yeah. There was a lot of anger coming from Rick. So after a while, you were like, hold on a second. Like, do these guys really hate each other? So the <laughs> fact that he didn't even care that there was a count out, he just wanted to keep going after him. I was like, oh, this is so old school, dude. This is so like, yeah. like he's I, a I'll, face, I'll but he's, there. he's crossing the line as a face right now. Like, he's going overboard. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll agree with you there just because this man's been hitting the balls 15 times. Yeah, now. that's what I'm saying. He's probably got to a point where he's like, yeah. all right, listen, Nakamura. Like, I get we do strong style and stuff, but hey, you're, you're going overboard. Let I'm, me let me put you put put a couple of hits on you. I'm with Nakamura. Four kids is four too many. So <laughs> he's just helping yes. them out. No, yeah. speak and he's English. and he's and no offense to AJ Styles, who I like a lot, but he's from Georgia. There's enough kids there. Uh, they don't need any more. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but it was I, good. I I liked it. I, liked I would love thing. if Nakamura went hard with the aspect that he's specifically targeting his testicles like even if he cut a promo against not aj but aj's but testicles, testicles. <laughs> <laughs> it would be amazing i would argue though remember I'll... when he kept going knee to face yeah yeah it is like to fist balls. to balls <laughs> uh i was gonna say i would argue though that the fact that nakamura pushed aj styles who's supposed to be a face and a good face at that like a wholesome face past a point he should be going past you know what i mean it, it even builds nakamura up even more as a villain like he's mm-hmm. even that much better as a bad guy you know what i mean that a good yeah. guy has to go this far and resort to this kind of violence well my here i'll ask you johnny do you think this is leading up to then because if this is the the thing that they're going with the whole nakamura has definitely gotten to aj does this mean that they're definitely going to have Nakamura use that to his advantage to get the belt so that we can see the baby face run up to take it back? Or do you think they're really going to milk this for as long as they can, Shinsuke desperately like trying to cheat and take the belt? That's a good question. Um, I was listening to another wrestling podcast. Those do exist. What? Um, I know, I know. Uh, and they had a theory that I uh, that I really dug. Mm-hmm. And their theory was that while we're really enjoying this AJ Nakamura thing that's going on, that it's going to end probably around SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be like a long, super-duper long-term running thing. Mm-hmm. Because, in their opinion, uh, if you're going to bring The Miz over and have him do something with Daniel Bryan, then you need to put the title with it. Oh. And I kind of dug that because, in my opinion, Miz deserves another title. But you know, I'm again, I'm biased. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I think I'd rather but, I'd rather see 
Nakamura take it and then have Brian take yep. it from him. Yep, that's what the exactly other way around. Is. That's exactly how it would be, I yeah. think. And then have Miz beat Brian because nobody's going to expect that. Everybody's thinking Brian's going to beat Miz like crazy. Right. And oh, and heal him up even more by cheating to win it. Especially obviously. if you give Miz the money in the bank. Call Freddy. Yes. <laughs> We're booking this for him. Cool, cool. We're good, fellas. We're good. So so Styles wins it by count out. Yeah. Next we have the casket match. Rusev against yeah. Undertaker. Meh. Oh man. I am Meh. I'm positive on this match only because of the fact that Technically, Rusev looked way stronger than John Cena did just a oh, month yeah, ago. True. Yeah, that's true. So, to yeah, me, Cena went out there specifically to not only right the wrong of the WrestleMania before with the Undertaker, mm-hmm. but to literally solidify him as this untouchable. Yeah, he literally only hit him once during that even, whole yeah. WrestleMania match. And even though he looks like you know. My grandpa getting up from a lazy boy on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> like, The Undertaker is so stiff, his, dude. Have you seen those pictures of him when he's not in his get yes, up now? Yes, yes. Yeah, he does look like that, 100%. Yeah. And the way he moves but he around. But he, yeah. still, he still knows how to do that entrance, though. That entrance is still amazing. That entrance is why it was five hours long, too. Like, why did it take him an hour to get to the ring? <laughs> man, he's an older they man. They cycle that music, like, five times. Did you catch that? He's an older man. He's an older man. I'm going to keep you saying this. The guy's like in his 50s. I'll tell you right now. He... Titus O'Neil needs to teach him some things about getting to the ring faster. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Because if anybody knows how to get to the ring, it's Titus O'Neil. <laughs> but the Undertaker, dude, it was like like you guys said. I'm glad Rusev had a better showing. He wasn't about to just go out like a punk. He buried him softly like he asked. Yeah. 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 And I, what I did yeah. like was that... Um, we were showing you could put two bodies in one casket. That works. Yeah. I was about to say, he didn't just bury, uh, you know, Rusev. He also buried uh, Aiden English. So he buried two people softly. <laughs> took, I don't know if you noticed this. He took an amazing choke slam. It looked yes. devastating. But it was the pickup choke again, too. But no, did no, you see Stroman the... Uh, earlier. Sorry. Did you see the tombstone, though? Like, oh, it looked yeah. like he spiked the guy. Yeah. I was kind of scared after seeing that. I was like, man, did he not, like, judge how tall he was or something? Because it looked like there he was hit a, his head. Uh, There some, was uh, some Twitter account that that's like a uh, dirt sheet wrestling thing. Mm-hmm. A reporter that aided English was injured because of that. And then English himself tweeted, uh, actually, I'm doing just fine. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently he's fine. So just so everybody knows, aided English is fine. Good. Okay, good. Yeah. I'd hate, I'd hate for him to... Uh, to be stopped and and he he is Aiden English is he I like him a lot I really really do he's so white he's so pasty <laughs> white uh, but also he's deceptively tall mm-hmm. yeah and, and and a strong dude he also is one of those yeah. guys very low body fat really good shape yeah 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 and he's really really tall and I think it's a part of it when it came to him getting tombstone he's a lot taller than I think he totally looks mm-hmm. like a biology uh, teacher though. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yes. Like he looks like he's a biology teacher that was like, "I'm gonna try wrestling," <laughs> and, and he did. We did well at it. And like, I guarantee, yeah. like kids turn on the TV and they're like, "Wait, is that Mister So and So?" How would you like if somebody ever described you as you look like a biology teacher? <laughs> but yeah, I agree with you guys. This was, I think, Undertaker. If he's going to keep doing one or two matches a year, these are the kind of matches we're just going to get safe and easy. And yeah. I think. 
And I think overall the crowd's fine with that because they just want to see him come out and do those things. And then see, then I feel like happy I don't know. It. I don't know. I, I I feel like listen, dude, you went all you went out already two times now on top. Let's end it now for good. Stop. Unless you're going to come back or, and be competitive, like like this is too much. Yeah, I I want to come back and have one more, but literally say be very upfront that if he loses, he's going to retire. And if that's the case, and it's got to be to Alistair Black. It's got to be to somebody they're going to bring up who's going to be there for a while. Yeah, it's going to be the yeah. guy that takes over as the dark man. I know who's going to beat him. Yep. And it's somebody that someone else really, really talked up on this pay-per-view, too. Mojo Raleigh. <laughs> Call Freddy. <laughs> Just rolls off the tongue. Mojo Raleigh. <laughs> Mojo Raleigh. Man, every time I see Mojo Raleigh on my TV, I feel like I need to get like a washcloth, a cold washcloth, and laid on my forehead and just lay down and just take it easy for a bit. <laughs> People come in, they're like, Johnny, what's wrong? Oh, it's just Mojo Raleigh, man. Yeah. And, <laughs> and said a little bit of Mojo. TV. All, all you have to do is hear the, the name, and instinctively you're like, <laughs> okay. Oh, I am so sorry. So sorry to hear it's that. The, it's the, that's my equivalent of getting a migraine, I believe. <laughs> that's why I think Chris Jericho is one of the greatest performers of all time. He's great, dude. Because of that. Uh, that interview on the show. Yes. List. The list. You he, made the list. Really, Cameraman, you think that's he, funny? You just made the list. Mojo again. <laughs> Mo, Mojo, I think he might be the only superstar that's on there twice. Yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> In a row, even. Uh, yeah, they did all that during the prayer time there. Did you notice that? Oh, I, yeah. I, I did didn't know why that. they did it. Uh-huh. I noticed that they did take a big break, and then I heard later yeah. that's why, yeah. That's why they cut away from... Uh, the the commentators and Brian Saxton went back to where Booker T and them were. Yep. Uh, that's why they did all that because the everybody else was off in prayer. Booker T and his glorious hair. <laughs> yes, my lord. <laughs> I haven't seen. I, I've seen him so far. I mean, for so long with it always pulled back. That when he li- every time he lets it down, I'm like, oh, that's right. He's got that, that long cascade. Booker. Uh, Lesnar yes. Reigns was the last one. Cage match. Um, <sighs> good lord. And I was just like, really, guys, really? You already knew and heard and read all of the backlash, pun intended, uh, (laughs) that came after WrestleMania. You heard Mm -hmm. it. You heard what everybody said was wrong with that match. And you just said, you know what, Saudis, you deserve the same thing. And you showed them the exact same match except with a cage and then a different ending. (laughs) And a botched ending, by the way. It was botched, wasn't it? Yeah. At the same time, too, I'm going to throw this out there. And I may be alone in this, and that's okay. <laughs> I am just tired of Brock Lesnar yep, personally. I agree. I, I'm tired of him. He, I, for I get it that people complain about Roman Reigns doing the same moves over and over, but that's freaking all Brock Lesnar's done for, for sure. a decade, for sure, or something like that. And people let him get away with it. They don't say anything about it because he's a big, legit, tough guy who would destroy you. Yeah. Uh, but I don't. I don't get people's love for him. He's just booked better than Roman Reigns is. He's booked more of an attraction, so I get that. And it helps him a heck of a whole lot that he has a mouthpiece that's as amazing as Heyman. Yeah, I think that's uh, it. It's Heyman. But Heyman I just, makes him. I, yeah, I can't. So this was literally a match where I, I legit like Roman Reigns more than I like uh, Brock Lesnar personally. And <laughs> and I'm, that's not even saying that Roman Reigns is great. I just like him. If I have to compare the two, I'm going to pick Roman Reigns. I agree. <laughs> he, he annoys me less. Then Brock Lesnar does when they're wrestling, uh, but I, man, I so this match I was not looking forward to it. The only thing that was remotely interesting was the ending, and that was only interesting because it was obvious that was not the ending they intended. Right now, I wanted to ask you guys: Do you think Reigns was supposed to win the belt back, 
and that what they're going to pull here is that the first to put their feet down, and Reigns, technically, his feet touch the mat before Brock's does. Brock's are caught up on the fence the entire time. His back hits the mat, Mm -hmm. but Reigns touches the mat. So do you think they're going to come back at Raw and say that that's the case or what the deal is? Because it did look botched, too. At first, it kind of didn't because it was kind of like, dude, he's spearing him while he's standing against the fence. Obviously, they're wanting that fence to come through, but... It kind of looked like a botch too, because that he kind of hits his head in there too. Like it didn't look he like definitely it definitely spiked himself, dude. It was insane. It was ugly. He did not mean to drop himself on his no. head like that. I don't know yeah. about. I don't think anybody does. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know about it being. I don't know. It, it's one of those weird things. Yes, they constantly say your feet have to touch the ground, but how many times have people been eliminated in Royal Rumbles where they just splat hit the ground? You know, their feet yeah. are an afterthought. I don't know. It it was too convoluted anyways. I understand they wanted a finish that was as strong for Roman as they could possibly give. And so this one, basically, he wins without winning. Mm-hmm. But nobody cares. That's yeah. exactly like no. Johnny said. Brock Lesnar does about two moves, the F5 and, and suplexes. He just grabs you from different areas and throws you. His T-shirt basically advertises the only move he has. Yeah, it's a script for his match as Suplex well as a t- T-shirt. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a standard thing. It, to say that it's the best encounter between the three is like saying it's the best, you know, stroll around the block. Nothing happens. There's Nothing no story. Nothing changed afterward. It was just there. And please, please don't have a round four for this. No one wants it. Isn't it what Backlash is? Oh, God. Something's got to happen. They got to drastically change what Aren't they going to do Backlash? they're going to get booed out of the building. I think they're doing Backlash, I isn't it? So, yeah. yeah, so nonsense. <sighs> what, what could save this, Johnny? What could possibly happen in the next encounter for them to not get booed out of the building? You bring in Braun Strowman instead and have him win the title. Yeah. That's who everybody wants to win that's it. That's what's going to happen. But the only problem the only problem I have with that is <clears throat> a lot of times to have, and, it, and maybe they can get around it because Braun Strowman, is just, everybody just likes him. Yeah. But uh, the problem, though, is Braun Strowman, just the way he's built as a person, screams heel because it's very hard to get any sympathy when you're the biggest person there. Uh, but. So I, I, I was going to say, sorry, but. We've been watching Brock hold this title for a while and be this this wrecking machine, this kind of, no matter what you do, I'm going to break you. Mm. It would be nice to see somebody that comes that Brock tries to German suplex and can't, and he doesn't. And we, he doesn't get one suplex in or none of it. None of his moves gets none of them in. We see him completely physically dominated. Completely. Like, That's why I always thought they, they pulled the trigger way too early when they had him fight him at SummerSlam. Yeah. Because now it's yeah, like, oh, wouldn't you love to see that? They already fought and they already beat him. Like, you kind of killed that momentum you, you have. You have to see him come in, and I'm saying, like, embarrassingly. Like, you total domination, and like like what we saw with Undertaker and Cena. I'm just, I'm terrified that they're going to try. But Brock won't lay down like that. That they're going to try and give the belt to Roman and, mm-hmm. and just push him as ultra face, and it's not going to work. I don't care what we think. They're like, we're building this story, not you. Call Freddy. <laughs> And it's just gonna, and it's just gonna prove again and again and again why SmackDown's one uh, is winning. Yeah, mm-hmm. in my opinion, for sure. So, oh, yeah. so yeah, so Reigns wins that. Now let's get to the fun stuff, dude. The big deal for the greatest Royal Rumble of all time: <laughs> fifty stars, 
Um, there's nothing big that really happened with this, huh? No, there's nothing that stands out a in this entire surprises. thing. I think we saved the best for last, and I know what you guys are, uh, are thinking that I'm thinking is the best. Oh, yeah. So before we get to that, uh, what about some of the wrestlers who were surprises who showed up? There's some couple Roderick of uh, surprises. Yes, I was about to say a couple of NXT call ups yeah. that came up that I liked. Oh, uh, heavy Machinery. Uh, What's his name? The other one, Tucker. Knight. Yeah, the other the the non dozer one. Uh, <laughs> one was, the one who walks. The one who walks like one who a person. Waddle. Yeah. Non cartoon uh, showed up. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, uh, Hornswoggle showed up, and I got a big pop out of that. I love that. <laughs> I'm, I'm a nerd for Swoggle. I, know, I, I just guess. thought to myself, like, how old is he now? Can his little body take those bumps anymore? Like, and why does he keep doing? I know it's it's a decent little paycheck, but. Just to come out for one bump. Hey, I was wrong. For one bump and he's out. Did he? F- I didn't see him hit the ground. When did that happen? No, he got. He, he was on the apron. He, he got kicked in the face by. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. That is Someone. right. Never mind. Because for a minute there, I was like, where did he go? What happened to Hornswoggle? <laughs> when, uh, when Johnny texted me and said that the greatest thing ever happened in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. I immediately, and this is the weird thing, immediately my brain went to. Did three man band get back together? <laughs> like, was there a reunion during the Rumble? So I was kind of hoping for that, but but as soon as it happened, know, you... dude, I knew it. But we're gonna save it. <laughs> Who else showed up? Uh, I think we knew Rey Mysterio was gonna show, right? Yeah, he still looks yes. good. Uh, yeah, he still yeah, he's still he looks good still. Well. Um, Jericho was the last one. Yeah, number fifty. Um, yeah, um, uh, Daniel he... Bryan was one and two. Were Daniel one. Bryan and uh, Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler, and they had yeah. both held on they... for a while. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially Brian. He held on to almost the very end. And how about his chest at the very end? He was end? the fourth one out. That Yes. What happened to his yeah. chest? Who chopped his chest like that? I don't know, but that was disgusting, dude. It was, oh, who and was it? And they kept it? saying, Someone Michael kept... Cole kept going, do you see his chest? Corey Graves, <laughs> yeah, it looks like, I keep telling you, it looks like hamburger meat, Michael. <laughs> I think it might have been Roderick Strong, but somebody, when they ran in the ring, instead of running in with like a punch or a clothesline, they hit him hard with a chop, and I think that's where the, it the bulk it. of that was, because that was ugly looking. Oh. oh, yeah. It was all over. He even had blood on his arm. <laughs> yeah, gross. in his side, so, he had yeah. like a massive, like somebody really he took scraped quite a beating, him. Dude, he took quite a beating. Yeah. And, and I wonder He's if it was one dude, of these though. things where he was like loving it, just being <laughs> able to do it again and being oh, back in I kind of get the feeling he does, uh-huh. but he needs to be careful because, you know, he just came back from... Not being allowed to wrestle ever, so he's he's got to watch it. I know man. he goes I, I just, I worry about him when he goes back and Every forth time... to those corners and just drop kicks back and forth like nonstop. I'm like, dude, like seriously, you don't have to go 100 right now. Like everyone's watching. There's yeah. more guys coming out. Take your time. I like the guy so much. I, I legit like him that I worry for his legit safety when he <laughs> takes any bump in the face. I just don't like it because he's had those concussions. Let's be careful with this man. I want him he has he legit has a new kid he has a, a brand new child. Johnny fresh from the factory. Johnny Bella uh, over here. Yeah. <laughs> he's running down to I can't the ring. Help he's it, like, man. No, just leave him alone. Leave him alone. Stop. <laughs> That man has a family. <laughs> Don't you know what concussions do? Don't you know? He's got kids. They're no joke, man. Concussions are no joke. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. You're so. kidding. You're not kidding. Uh, who else? Who else showed up that was like, a oh, sweet. sumo wrestler showed up for no reason? Yeah, I didn't get that at I all. I guess he's a big guy around there. I, I Someone <laughs> mentioned, like, they were like, as a surprise, they brought out Saudi Arabia's native son, a Japanese guy. Like, honestly, <laughs> yes. I don't understand... Who was supposed to care about? Who was this? The, the tall dude, the big Samoan-looking guy? That was another weird one because they specifically were like from NXT. 
he's never appeared on it. Must be a house ever. guy. Must be yeah. a house guy. He must be brand new. Maybe we'll see him this week, but Bob Tunde. He didn't look he did he looked stiff too though. He's like seven thought, four or something. Crazy. Yeah. I mean he's dude he's when huge, he went over those know. ropes, I was like, Oh my god. He didn't look bad, but yeah, but he big looked guys green falling, as hell. dude. When you it's for real. You fall harder. You yeah. <laughs> you see those guys take yeah. those tumbles off out, out of the ring, and it's like holy Did, crap. You saw the the stare down he had with Strowman. He yeah. was a good like couple inches taller. Yeah, he was kind of intimidating. That's insane. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, let's just go ahead and say who won. Strowman wins it. Yeah. Oh yeah, he wins it. Obviously, I mean, he he, he throws out big casts. Yeah. yeah. Let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Uh. Coat was that? What's that thing called? Coast to coast. Shane O'Mac does. Yeah, yeah. That was a bad. It looked like he he really took a hit to the head when he went when he took that. It looked like because there was a time where uh, Daniel Bryan wanted him to do it again, and he I don't think he did. And I think no, it he was got be, thrown. I think off it's because he couldn't do it. I think he couldn't. I think he really hurt himself. He looked like he really did, dude. That's such a dangerous move. He's insane, dude. In general. Yeah. Uh, but I wanted. And to, he's in his. And he's like in his fifties now. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? I wanted to ask you guys this. Maybe that man has a family. <laughs> what are they thinking? Uh, maybe I missed it in some of the shows. Maybe when I was watching the Hulu cuts, uh, it was cut out. Mm-hmm. But where did this um, bromance love for uh, what's his name? Elias come from with Michael Cole. I don't know. I All think of that did, was like was a, he a social media thing that they were had going on back. Because I was going to say, was he high yesterday? All of or that day? Because all was of a sudden he was like insane. Yes, yes, number twenty. <laughs> it's Elias. He's finally here. And then he would be like, No, no, no. Be careful, Elias. Be careful. It reminds me of that really annoying time in WWE when Miz and Cole had that yes. bromance, and yes. he wouldn't shut the I hell up it. about him. And now he's doing it it. with Elias. I was like, what is happening right now? And Graves keeps calling him out on it and was like, geez, go change your pants, Cole. One of my favorite things in the Rumble, though, I do have to admit, was Elias was being held upside down over the ropes. And he was holding his arm out towards Cole, screaming, Cole, help me. No, are you serious? (laughs) I missed that. How did I not see that? It was great because he screamed, Cole, come on, help me. And what I just cracked up because Cole is like busy announcing. Oh God, that's great! <laughs> but I was just laughing. Like I can just picture what is Cole gonna do? Come up and like start attacking somebody in the ring? Oh, like, that's so great! Pushing him up. I don't know. I just cracked up at that. But I think it was like a social media thing happened early on, so they were playing around with okay. it. I hope it doesn't keep going. Oh, uh, it's got it. That was a little much. I was like, dude, really? This is a little, like yeah. what? Since when? What? What did I miss? Unless. Unless they do it like like they keep building on that moment you just mentioned, Brandon, where it's more of uh, they have a bromance going on, but Michael Cole is going to try to stay professional and keep trying to do his job. <laughs> However, the whole time Elias is always calling out for his help. <laughs> <laughs> Call Freddy. Yeah, call for I him. love it, dude. That's he awesome. Like, he like asks him for his chair and then he hits some people with it. Yeah. Oh, yes, dude. I love it. <laughs> So let's talk about the most magnificent thing that ever happened. The greatest thing in the WWE since the Shockmaster. Ever. ever. Uh, Dude, it overshadows the Shockmaster. Let's set this up. No, I don't know. That's gonna be our that's gonna be what we're gonna talk about. That's our one let's, that's our two thing bracket. Let's set today. this up real quick. Let's set it up with you watched it live. Brandon and I didn't. We had to catch up. And you said you were dying. You wanted to talk to us about this because you sent yeah. us a text and it was literally like 
the greatest thing has ever happened in WWE yes. history. <laughs> and we were just like, yes. okay, that is a grand statement to make. That is pretty hefty. Dude, yeah. you're talking about some of the greatest moments in WWE history. And we had no context. So, like, I'm thinking yeah. uh, Macho Man and Elizabeth reuniting. Uh, Hulk Hogan body slamming uh, Andre the Giant. Yeah. Like, you're Three thinking man all band. These- yeah. Yes. Yeah, this overshadows all three of those things. Uh, Do you know what I mean? And CM Punk returns. All Arquette wins the belt. Like it's all these are big moments. That was WCW. Uh, But these are all moments, right? So when you make this statement, I'm thinking, okay, this was supposed to be exhibition. Like, what are they going to do that made this like the biggest thing ever? And then you said something else that made made me think, okay, so something crazy happened, like a botch or something funny. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's It's got to be one of the greatest entrances of oh all time. Oh, my God. I can't think of an entrance that would ever top this one for me. Uh, the The fact that Titus O'Neil, he, he trended for this. That's how great this <laughs> entrance was. Yes. He was trending. He became a meme within seconds of this happening. That's how amazing this was. He goes running to the ring. And then he just. But we don't see that. We don't sudden, see it. It cuts away. Mm-hmm. Remember? But then, but then it cuts back to him, and all you see is his feet. <laughs> and then they replay it, and they show the whole thing. That's the thing. And it's like Michael Cole goes, "Okay, we're, well, they start laughing." Yes. And you hear them dying. And he doesn't laughing. show up. What? No. Because they cut. Because he's supposed to slide yeah. to the ring. They cut, and nothing yeah. happens. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, uh, Corey Graves. Corey Graves was legit beside he himself. Was, he literally <laughs> lost it. And he couldn't compose himself for at least. Me- Five minutes. Me and Corey Graves did the exact same thing, and we couldn't stop laughing for ten minutes. Dude. We just, just, they kept trying to talk to him, and he was high pitched, just I laughing his ass it. off. I want to play a clip of that oh. right here, just so everybody can hear how funny it is. Corey Graves losing it right here. But yeah, that's exactly like <laughs> it was, and that's the thing, Johnny. Cuts away, comes back. You see his legs. He comes, pulls himself out, and gets Wiggles. in. Wiggles. And so you're kind of like, what's going on? Did he go under there to grab a chair or something? Because this is not no DQ. I, you know what I mean? I watched, I watched this replay, and then, and then I went, then I watched the the, the memes at least forty times, at, and I've laughed every time. He goes sliding underneath that ring with the with the grace, with the majesty, with the uh, uh, with the pomp and circumstance of. Uh, I mean, it was just the most glorious thing. The most magnificent thing I've seen in forever. It looked, I don't even, the big thing is, the big theory a lot of people are, are having is that he did this on purpose. Oh, that would be amazing. But even, even if, so perfect. <laughs> even if he did it on purpose, I guarantee you that this was the greatest thing he's ever done. Even if this was on purpose, I don't care. This was amazing. He should just have Let's this build on his this. Titantron looped. Oh God! Yeah. Every time he comes out, dude, and the fact that they played it on replay and <laughs> they Corey replayed it five times, and Corey continues to just die the entire time. It this was it. by far they replayed this way more than they've replayed anything else it in best. history. It was the best. It is absolutely. So here's my question: Guarantee they play <laughs> so it again uh, uh, the week, during the week during the oh, programming. Yeah. Could you imagine when he shows up on Raw? He's going to get a big pop. I guarantee <laughs> it. Uh, but here's my question to you guys: Oh man, the this is. I would compare this, this is how great this was, to the biggest laugh I've ever had in wrestling, and that's when I discovered the Shockmaster clip, which is one of my all-time favorite things. The only reason that I'm going to go on a limb here and say I'm going to put the Shockmaster just slightly above what uh, 
Titus O'Neil did is just purely because this was this guy's debut and they built him up for it. That's the only reason. Uh, if it wasn't for that, I would probably maybe put Titus above that just because of how perfect he slid in there so perfectly. <laughs> you realize that they usually do for like SmackDown and Raw, they usually do like those, they got like LED sides on the rings yeah. now. If they had done that, he could have killed himself if they still had this there. <laughs> Can you imagine? That alternate oh universe God. where that happens, where he, he, oh he's totally sides and his neck just snaps. <laughs> or what if he just, or what if they had those, but like it wasn't as strong as we think and he just crashed through it? Oh my God. Like dude. Kool-Aid man crashing through a wall. <laughs> he goes only head first before it gets stuck, so his head's stuck in the LED yeah. board and That's he comically amazing. is trying to yank himself out. <laughs> The whole match. Man, that's the- he doesn't even get to go. He goes in the match and gets thrown right back out. People are climbing up him because he's oh, stuck. Oh, God. It's amazing. Yeah. People are landing on him that- and they're not counted out because they didn't touch the floor. <laughs> and he was so mad when he came up. <laughs> oh, he has to be. I I genuinely feel bad for the man just because what that has to be the to most embarrassing on. thing to happen to any wrestler in yeah. history that wasn't Tugboat. <laughs> Uh, yeah. just because, oh man, he'll, he will never live it down ever. Oh and God. I, I'm sorry, Johnny. I have to put this above the shock yeah, master. I agree. Only, I think it's because of the opposite reason you gave. It's because I know Titus O'Neil, <laughs> uh, enough as a wrestler to know he's not that great at most of what he does. <laughs> so to see him do this <laughs> and not even try to do this and do it so perfectly bad, like, oh. Shockmaster, I have didn't to disagree with cry. you. I, this did. He barks really well. <laughs> <laughs> he does a barking thing. He does very well. Worldwide. Yeah. <laughs> so we all agree that this is this moment was the reason to watch his whole show. Yeah, it was, and and I agree. It's, pro- it's one of the greatest moments in wrestling history. <laughs> yes. And it, Titus needs to just because you're right. This is not. This will not be forgotten ever. He needs to just kind of build Embrace off of it, it and see what he can do. Yeah, to see what he can do with it. He already kind of is on his Twitter, but he needs to do it on like on the shows and, and on yeah, uh, Raw for sure. So. Oh, one more slip and slide thing. down to the ring. One more quick thing I wanted to bring up, just because it was uh, one of the things I remember specifically from the show um, when Big Cass almost died uh, due to Bobby Lashley, the the botched yes. suplex. Oh my! Yes, God. what happened there? Uh, this is did Bobby Lashley. Did some give out on Bobby Lashley? That's kind of what it looked this like. This is the this is one of the moments where I said the heat had to be do with it. I could tell because when he that brought just, him up the first time, he slipped, and that that's just, why he had to yeah. put him back down. He should not have tried it another no. time because he slips again, and you could tell Bobby Lashley in order to keep him from dying had to like throw himself out so he would land more on his back. But man, yeah, that was, that an was close. Ugly You're brain right. buster. And I was thinking, um. Do you think they tried that? Did they practice it, or was it just Cass is too big for him? Like it was I too much of an awkwardness. They it. If I was Cass, yeah, I guarantee they practiced. Okay. I would never let him try that on the fly. Yeah, because oh, that was he's so, so scary. Huge, but yeah. man, he could have died. Like that, that was, was really ugly. The funny thing is that it's a really, really ugly botched suplex or yeah. a beautiful brain buster. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what they called it. I think they called it a brain buster. Yeah, yeah. they cover that Corey up. Graves did, yeah. yeah, good lord. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And then Titus O'Neil saved the night and made everyone laugh again. <laughs> that was the best, <laughs> Thank <dude>. you, Titus. <laughs> that was just the best. Thank so there you, we go. Titus. That's uh, the greatest Royal Rumble. Um, mm-hmm. Cool. 
Do you th- yeah, so uh, next next weekend we'll have Backlash. We'll have more stuff to talk about. Yeah, we'll have Backlash. Uh, we'll also have, uh, what's, what else is happening? We'll see if Braun comes out wearing a fancy green belt. We got a bracket that we're doing. If you're following the show, uh, we don't have a Facebook page up or anything yet. Um, but I'll tell you what, if you want to get in on what this bracket is, just go to uh, the BICBP Radio Network Facebook page. Uh, we have a network page um, on Facebook, BICBP Radio Network. Check it out. Uh, when I post this episode up, comment uh, underneath, and I'll put a picture up of the bracket if you guys are interested in getting in on it. So uh, you can listen in and give us your thoughts. Yeah, I, and I think I'm going to do these from time to time, but this one's 80s tag team. Yeah, greatest tag teams of the 80s. Uh, we've got 16 really good teams facing off against each other. I'm really interested to see what these guys are going to pick for theirs. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Awesome. Cool. Some good teams in here. Uh, anyway, uh, you guys have anything else to say? I think we've said it all. That's about it. Mm-hmm. We'll see you for the next wrap up. Raw SmackDown next team. Yeah. Backlash will be after after we do the wrap up. So you're right. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. For Johnny Townsend, for Brandon Flo, this is Chris Chavez. Thanks so much for listening. And uh, worldwide.